Hello and welcome to episode number 28 of Got Any More Pixels. And this week we are teasing those nostalgia nibbles with our love of the GameCube. Sorry, Chris has <laughs> turned away from the cameras trying not to make me laugh, but it's not working, Chris. Say hey, Chris. Hey. And Sean, hello. Good evening. Good evening. And um, yeah, today we are talking all things GameCube. Basically, I, I've run out of time this week because I'm getting a kitchen fitted at the moment and it's taken up my whole time as well as my phone breaking. So I actually haven't been able to communicate with these guys very much. But they've still pulled through and come up with an absolutely amazing topic, one which I think we can all appreciate. So who would like to go first in telling us what you have been playing this week? Yeah, I'm happy to. It's not Zelda, so I'm not <laughs> wow. going to get any, any, any shit. I was literally waiting for you guys to volunteer me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll wait. I'll wait. I have, I have done um, some Zelda. I've done Skyward Sword. On, I've nearly finished Skyward Sword. On I've got like one little bit left. But most of my time has been playing um, Super Metroid on the uh, on the old Switch doodad. Hey, Doing the dance. Awesome. Doing the dance. I got the pink <laughs> gravity suit. Purple. purple, whatever the fuck, I don't know. I literally just got that. Oh, yeah, you're doing all right then. Yeah, but I've got rewind ability, don't forget. So, Have you died a lot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Ridley's <laughs> coming, so enjoy that. <laughs> oh, like the, that. But that boss fight's a bit... Yeah, the, the Metroid bosses, I just... Did, yeah. How many times did you fall on the spikes when fighting Kraid, jumping up and down on his platforms, the big green Godzilla dude? Oh god, loads, loads. The one that really got me was the um, red crocodile thing, crocod. Oh, the the one you push it back. Yeah, I didn't know that to start with. And did, I, you, I... did you slightly poo yourself when it came back? Yeah, <laughs> I was going and going and going and going at it, and I used all my missiles, all my super missiles. I, was, I even used all my little like um, super remote bomb things, thinking that I could get it with that. Charge um, shots. Yeah, and nothing. And then I've read online how to do it, and if you just charge your laser up and just keep firing charged beams at it, yeah. Yep. And then they say, them. and then you walk, you walk out down, and the the and um, the corpse comes back, and you're yeah. like, how does the corpse come back? <laughs> lot, it's still the thing is still locked, and I was like, oh great, how the hell am I going to get heads of spikes down there? Grey like, doors are always bad news. Yeah, I'm at that point now where I've gone where I think I need to go. Both ends are a dead end, and I've got no map data to see where where to go yes so this is this is the main brunt of the game like yeah. you do not know where you are no, you, you don't not get know any, what you're doing there's, there's no kind there of goal no guidance yes no. you you are literally like the the first it's like tomb raider like you're you are meant to be like exploring it yeah. you know and how is it for you though as I love a first it. time i, I don't can like you, how hard it is but can I, you I, see but... why it's so like monumental Oh god, yeah, definitely. And I'm trying to downplay the fact that I absolutely adore the game. But no, like... I definitely see why what the thing is with it. But um, I think if I didn't have the rewind ability, then I'd probably hate it because it being hard. But that's because I'm not good at it. That's not. Don't watch it's a bad the speedrunners complete it in like 45 minutes, then, because no, you'll feel like not. a chump. <laughs> yeah, that's. But that's not fair to to knock it for that because that's because. Yeah. That's Honestly, because the one on Nez, the first two are even harder. Like this, that one is way more forgiving because okay. a lot more of the enemies drop health and missiles and stuff. Okay. Yeah. The, one, the, one, the Nez ones are horrendously like notorious for being difficult. There's a portion okay. I think on the first one where you're about to fight the last boss and the mm. last place you could heal up on was 15 minutes away. Oh, what? Because they didn't have any um, regeneration rooms. 
Oh, yeah, the, so there's like the super like the super version is so like it improves on all the problems, but mm. one thing I have just got, but I don't understand what I, why what it even does is the X-ray thing. You literally can look through walls. Oh, it literally has what it yeah. said. So, how is it useful? Well, did you use it immediately in the room that you got it? No. That's the problem. You should, whenever you get a power up in Metroid, you near enough always have to use it immediately to get like a feel for it. Okay. But what you can do is, if you, you're going, you're going. Oh wait, you've been in the um, underwater. Uh, the sunken ship. Yeah. Yeah, I've just done that. I'm on the next bit. Oh, I will tell you now. There's a couple of points in the game where the spikes and the lava are not real, and oh, that's what the X-ray scope is for. So it's kind of wow. like Lens of Truth things cool. older. It shows yeah. you things that aren't real. So, yes, uh, and it's to look through walls because the x-ray scope will literally find you like hidden paths and walls. Use it in every room just for a laugh. Okay. Cool. Um, it will just tell you. It literally just looks through stuff. Cool. So, yeah, most of my time Holy, has been on that. I spent, uh, yeah, a lot of time on that. I certainly haven't done it in 45 minutes. Oh, no, I can't. I think <laughs> I, I clear it in about four or five hours, and that's me sort of... Well, I've had about four or five hours an evening on it. Um over the past week or so and i'm not because not... obviously once you've done it you know the route and the yeah. game becomes a hell of a lot easier yeah a lot of it a lot of the thing that's taken my time is the backtracking because as yeah. you say you, there's no real goal it doesn't say get here um i'm literally just going around finding the little on the map where the little dots are saying that there's an or item power ups. or a power up and i'm assuming that's the route to go to and following that as my kind of way for forward um that's the only that's the only real memorizing where certain colored doors were as well as a thing so yeah and also remembering that like if there was like there's a couple of orange doors right at the start i think um, power bomb doors yeah yeah but you um forget by the time you've got it but if yeah. you go all the way back and the only other thing that i didn't like is the red doors or pink doors whatever they are you have to hit with five missiles yes or a super missile Oh, can you use super ones? I think so, yeah. I don't generally do it because that's a waste of a super missile. Yeah. But... Um, see, I didn't know that. I, fi I, I assumed it was firing a missile because you, you see them after you get the missile attachment. Yes. But I fired a missile at it and it just flashes. And I was like, well, that's clearly not what it is. It doesn't say <laughs> fire five. Four more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time he fired four at it. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, must just not work. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah, yeah, third that's, time's that's, the charm. That's one of the weird things in that game is that I found, though, that... Nowhere does it say you have to fire five. Nope. And there's nothing else like that so far, anyway. Everything else is one. That bit. is where the beauty of the manual comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up online, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the manual would have had some hints and tips in it. Mm. Yeah, but. that's basically that's basically been my week of I've mm. been a, been Metroiding it. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying it, though. Yeah, I thought you'd be proud. It's just a really nice game. It just plays <laughs> really well, yeah, makes you like think, it. and it's challenging in all sorts but, of and, aspects. And from when it came out, it's a really it's it hold it hold up now. I think as like a yeah Metroidvania style title. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I think yeah, they've done a good job with that. Good. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> Fair enough. Sean, what have you been um, playing? Metroid Prime, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the gravity one. suit too. Oh no way! <laughs> yeah, um, so I, I've got the gravity suit, the grapple beam. I just got the plasma um, cannon upgrade, so I've now got all the weapons, and I just got the X-ray visor as well. There are <laughs> invisible enemies. We're basically in Metroid at the Prime. same point in different games. <laughs> yeah, I've just now got to collect the twelve artifacts to trigger the boss fight with Ridley. Whereas you're now, I think you might be making your way to him soon, naturally. Okay. Because he's like the last. Have you found the room with the statues in it? 
that you couldn't go any further in. No, the last one I found, the room I've literally just done, is you go in it, there's one of the statues that holds the orbs, that has the um, power-ups, and you have, nah. to go in, you have to go in it, become a power ball, and then it walks down through the walls. Yeah, like through the invisible bit. But no, yeah. there's, a, there's a room in the game right, where all the bosses have statues oh, in your one, and every time you defeat one, it like cracks the gem that's inside it, and then that's where you go down for the, the end of the game, basically. But uh, okay, no, I'm doing a very similar point in Prime. I'm now collecting the Chozo artifacts. Um, yeah. I think I've got four out of the 12. I'm a bit lacking on that. So I've now got to backtrack through the whole map and use the x-ray scope and all this other stuff to find like mm. and the grapple beam can now get me to new areas <laughs> but you have you got the grapple beam yeah i got that. yeah That's so you obviously know that that can but you haven't got the screw attack yet i don't think no i got the grapple beam and the last thing i got was the x-ray and then yeah the and i don't have screw attack yet or the space jump i should accurate more accurately say first space jump then screw attack because space jump lets you infinitely jump pretty much oh wow okay um yeah the area again. i'm on now is it's kind of sand i guess quicksand almost Oh, you have to fall through one of those bits. Oh, okay. some of those kill you. Some of those don't. Yeah. Enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, those... honestly, like when you when you crack certain things, you feel so like you're like, oh man, I finally worked it out. That's what I've basically been doing. They often give to... you hints, though. You can watch enemies go through certain parts of the game. You're like, wait yeah, a minute, yeah. why can the enemy fly through this and I can't? Oh, okay. I thought they were just disappearing into it. No, some some of them. There's there is one in particular. You can literally fall through it, oh, like, okay. and you'll fall down. You'll fall down two rooms. Oh. Um, but yeah, maybe that's have... where I'm stuck then, because I the am stuck on that bit. The game's weirdly complex when you don't yeah, understand the mechanics. Yeah, very. But okay, um, I'll, have to, I'll, I'll try I can, falling I can teach in you some cool tricks at, uh, at some point. But yeah, so I'm, I've just been playing Prime. Um, still playing Genshin. Still playing Overwatch. And um, I booted up Hades for the first time, and I can see why people play it. Mm. So like uh, I don't know what they call the sort of viewing angle if it's like like a 2.5D kind of thing I don't really know but it's um it's nice and fluid it's all voice acted it's like to do with Greek mythology and whatnot so it's just really really nicely done I've only been playing it for about half an hour admittedly so I've like barely <laughs> scratched the surface but it's clean and crisp and just really well put together clearly cool so been chopping stuff up in hell <laughs> that, oh, outside of the fact I've ordered a copy of Metroid Prime for my collection and I have a copy of Federation Force now sadly um, <laughs> I, have, I bought it but I, it's only because I want to play it through you know so for my little Metroid march but I'm running out of days <laughs> you really are you, I know I don't know where this month has gone it's gone crazy, it's gone crazy. yeah I know it really has I just I don't even know, but that's pretty much it. I haven't added anything new except a small dabble into Hades. So, mm. that's me. Cool. Awesome. Um, oh, one sorry, one thing I did do, head. actually, is we completed Man of Medna. I forgot to mention that. Hey! We what do you think far. of the end? Yeah, it was, well, <clears throat> different, isn't it? <laughs> it does sound a bit disappointing. Yeah, it didn't. It kind of ended a lot sooner than I thought it would. Oh, uh, I don't actually remember the end of it, but don't spoil it. No, but, I won't. But, but it's very kind of like, oh, is that it? <laughs> that was that was probably that was basically my okay, expression. So go and complete Super Metroid as soon as you can. You'll feel like an absolute machine. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm going to tell you. The end of that game is like really feel good, and don't forget rescue the animals. Rescue the animals. Uh, kill the animals. 
the planet's going to blow up. It's definitely rescue the animals, or it's quicker done. to kill the animals. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that. Rescue the animals. No, the, that isn't. If you complete it, <laughs> they, they're the ones plane. that teach you the skills in the game. They teach you how to do things. <laughs> That's um the speed run where they they do it every year. Um, what good games done quick, isn't it? So yeah. always save the animals or kill the animals. <laughs> yeah. It only adds a few seconds onto the run, I think, anyway. They make so much money on that bit alone <laughs> with people <laughs> voting. So kill or save them. Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> right. Um sorry, was that that was yours, was it Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All sorted. Um that's all I haven't really been playing much. Awesome. Okay, I have dabbled it once again in Saints Row Two. Just a tiny bit, just some grinding. But then um, Emily bought Violet, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2. All right, yeah. Have you guys played this game? It's on um, Xbox Game Pass. So I don't know. I've considered getting it, but I've not, heard, I've not really looked at it much. My recommendation would be to get that game right now and play it. It okay. is obsessively good. Is okay. it? it is it's it's i mean i remember i don't even know if i played it but the original plants versus yeah. zombies which are very very basic it's just the plants are heading towards the zombies and you have to kind of fend them off or whatever mm. sorry the zombies are heading towards the plants plants obviously can't move um and this game is just mental and so much fun the characters in it are really ridiculously cool i'm always the sweet corn guy who's who's absolutely amazing but then you can choose loads of different zombies there's loads of different enemies and then as the more you play i mean we've only really played on multiplayer yeah um which you can't level up on um but once you play it for a little while all the enemies get like ridiculously big and like um on the plant side you get on these massive walking trees after a while and then there was this random character that showed up as a giant sunflower then the zombies have like a giant robot thing and it's just it's amazing fun it really really is i i highly recommend it for anyone that hasn't played it um yeah there's a split screen mode which was the one we've been playing because i don't play on um, don't have playstation online um but i'm pretty sure you can play four player or maybe more than that on multiplayer online um and this is the kind of game that i would imagine would be amazing at events or tournaments okay it really would be what, so it, what sort of style game is that one then is that uh it's tower defense isn't it uh yeah yeah essentially um well kind of you you don't really you don't really defend your town you just kind of um there are well in the split screen mode there are two camps as it were but you can't mm. really go into each other's camp you just kind of fight in the middle okay so it's like destroy you... as many people from that yeah. camp yeah i haven't actually i don't think there's a limit because we've just played for hours and it does, you just your kills rack up and that's about all that happens um but there are missions that you can do during the um single player mode um I don't know what they are because I'm not allowed to play it by myself. <laughs> yeah. okay. will not all, let me play it. All three of them are on Xbox. There's Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, Garden Warfare 2, and Battle for Na- Neighborville. They're all Battle available. for Naboo. Battle for Neighborville. 
Neighbourville. Oh, okay. Um, but I've three. only played Warfare 2, and uh, that's the only one I can really recommend because I have no I'll idea what the other ones are like. We'll see if I yes. think. Do so. Um, and one other game that I, I started playing last night, I only played like the first mission, was Saints Row 4. Mm-hmm. And okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I got to a point in Saints Row 2, I was like, well, I keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's fun. It's really good fun, but I kind of want to try something else. And like, I bought Saints Row 4 the other day when it was on offer. When I bought that fighting game that you talked about, Sean. Yeah. What was that? Gooey Gear. Gooey Gear, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one. Um, So I thought, well, I'll download that and have a play on that. And I played the first first mission on that, and it's incredible. Absolutely love it already. I I enjoyed three, but I never played four, so. Yeah, I I skipped three, (laughs) mainly because four was on offer and I just had it. Keep an eye out for three. Okay. I will keep my IAP. You need to see that chariot sequence. (laughs) <laughs> what happens during the chariot sequence? Uh, it's something, something to do with a pimp and a chariot and it's been pulled along by a slave. You know, the norm. <laughs> Every sort okay. of Friday night. I'm pretty sure it's a getaway scene, like a ch- getaway chase thing with a <laughs> pimp chariot. I think that... I might have had a bad dream. <laughs> it's been a while since I played Saints Row 3. i Google it oh. real quick, just to make sure. <laughs> okay, then. But no, the Saints Row 4, the, the beginning mission. Um, I was downloading the game and it said like five gigabytes. So I was like, well, that's odd. Why is it so small? And mm. obviously it downloads the first mission and then downloads the rest of the game. Oh. Um, yeah, that's what most modern games tend to do now. Like you can play the first mission or the first little bit and then you have to wait ages for the rest of it to download. Oh, but good. No, there's, a, there's a Google search for Saints Row 3 Gimp Chariot. I, I wasn't crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that came up as a um, as a recommended search, but anyway. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, cool. So yeah, anybody that's in Saints Row Three Gimp Chariot thing, let us know and uh, tell us what you think. <laughs> right, Mister Newsman, let us uh, know what's going on in the news. Uh, I got three pieces of news today because I tried to keep it small because I thought we'd be chatting a lot on the main topic. Um, <laughs> The do we want to hear uh, the, some new news about a new game, or do we want to hear about publisher of the year awards first? I don't mind. Oh, Go publishers of the year because I'm so, looking forward more to the new game. <laughs> okay, well, there's not anything to look forward to. Trust me. So you oh, <laughs> is it Zelda? No. Um, do you really think I'd be playing it down if it was Zelda? Oh. Um. It's basically, crap. Metacritic have done. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I didn't hear that. Metacritic have um, done their yearly award for pub best publisher, which apparently is a thing. Yeah. Um, um, Sega were the winners. Which I was quite. They only at. just done it in March. What the publisher of the year? Yeah, last year. Oh, I don't know. Well, this, this what, is... was there a main reason they gave it to them then? Um, because of like Yakuza um, or something. Possibly, but I've got a list ten to one. And I thought that was more interesting, so I just got the list of top ten. Um, Go for some it. Of them, some of them I'd never heard of. So it was pretty, uh, number ten is uh, Dissolver Digital. Any I heard idea? of them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number <coughs> nine was Nintendo. Like they were quite like low on the scale. I'm surprised, quite surprised at because they've had a lot of titles out recently. 
Um, yeah, but like the more and more we look at and talk about Nintendo, mm. the worse and worse they feel. Mm. I, I uh, really hate to say it, but they just seem like they're lazy these days. Yeah, a lot of them were really re-releases from the Wii U. So true, true, true. Um, number eight was a, comp- a publisher called No More Robots. Not heard of that. <laughs> not heard of I that. bet that's probably some indie game that we've heard of, but not the publisher. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number seven was Atsuki Games. Again, not heard of. Pass. Uh, six Xbox Game Studios. So that's just anything Xbox. Uh, number five, um, Activision Blizzard, which is like all of the, yeah. um, uh, what would the latest thing from them be? I guess it'd be it's like War Warcraft, Warcraft um, and stuff like Starcraft, that. Starcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, it's yeah. all that. Uh, four was Sony. Three was Capcom. Two was Anna Annapur- Anna Interactive. I can't even say it. I don't know what it is. One more time. Like, Anna. Per- P-U-R-N-A, Perna, Annapurna Interactive. What did they even... No, I'm going to have to Google them because I they... feel like you made them up. Is it no. really that hard to pronounce? <laughs> it was for me. You've got to bear in mind who's talking here. And then obviously uh, first place went to Sega. But yeah, I don't know. I haven't done any Oh, they made The Outer Wilds. And they're making Stray, which is the really cool cat game for PS5. Okay, so there we go. So that, they have Sega won it. Uh, don't, know, don't know why, but if you're interested, you can go and... It. It's probably Yakuza because I was like, "What did Sega make last year?" Yeah, the twin. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's the twin. Yeah, twenty twenty awards. Yeah. So yeah, that's last year. I read the wrong bit of paper. Oh, well, anyway. Um... <laughs> you are not awards. doing well at keeping your job. You know, that, right? I'm doing fine. <laughs> you might be on a written warning. Oh, it's fine. Um, so now I will destroy your amazing vision of Sony. Um, have you? You must have heard about the PlayStation Four uh, clock battery thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Basically, um, every console has a clock battery, which is just a CR three two battery, like uh, a CMOS keep... battery in a PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, which keeps the time and the date and all those sort of things. Um, Sony have theirs. Another function of the one for Sony's consoles um, is to keep track of your uh, trophies in real time um, so that it assigns the time to when you get the trophy and then uploads it to the main database yeah. etc um, PS4 um, clock batteries when, when when they die normally you'd put a new one in and it would connect to the server check everything's legit and you're away to go um, because they're going to be closing down the servers um, I don't know when, but they have said they're going to be. Um, once the battery dies, it essentially then bricks your console. Because there's no way for it to connect to a server to verify that an update. That seems a bit dodgy. Like, does that, doesn't, very... that doesn't seem like something tough to re-implement. I know they're, so part of the one thing I was going to mention, I don't know if you are, is that they're closing down the PS3 Vita servers. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, it can coincide with that. I think that's what's something to do with this. But basically the document I got up was... Um, I found loads of it online, but this is the, probably the most easiest one to understand. It just says that, um, so if your PS4 battery, clock battery dies, you then lose the ability to play games on it, regardless if they're digital or on disc. Your PS4 will no longer be able to run them, as it, and this was released by a trusted hacker called Lance McDonald. So what you're and, saying is we should all change our batteries? like I guess so, before this happens. Out. Yeah, 
I guess so. Yeah. Um, so it's because the trophies on the PS4 need the inter- need the console's internal clock to correctly work to prevent exploits. Um, so to prevent the user changing dates and times to, yeah. So I guess for like trophies that are time based, so that you don't manipulate the date to gain them. Um, mm. And it um, when the new when a new battery is installed, it does like a, a safety check um, and connects to the servers to check that it's pardon me that it's all legit and you're not like tricked it and because it will get no response it won't enable the the console to boot supposedly so how are xbox doing it then xbox doesn't have one bars not aware well they have trophies yeah but i don't think they have a, a battery in them bars hmm. i'm aware i don't think it, 360s don't um i'm pretty sure xbox ones don't but they must have a software level thing that mm. stops the um, manipulation. Yeah, I honestly don't know too much about that. But because um, to be fair, I didn't think PS4 had an internal clock battery. But then I thought about it um, a bit more, and PS2 onwards, every they all have an internal clock battery because um, mm. they they have special ones that say Sony on them, um, which I don't really get why a PS4 would need one when they could do something. Oh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, if you you change your clock battery on your PS4 before it dies and PS4 brick your console. And we don't know when that's going to be. Oh, no, yeah, there's no date, so it could be tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> get out of there now. So Captain Hindsight. Yeah. Thanks for this, six days later. That's okay. Um, yeah, by the time this comes out, <laughs> it would have happened. <laughs> Too late, um, guys. Sorry, final thing I got on my list of, well, if you can call it news, news, um, is um, Crash Bandicoot's come to mobile. So and yet another franchise they've bundled onto a mobile game. They've uh, just released a new Rocket League mobile game, or they're going to a 2D one. Oh, what? Yeah, I know, right? How's weird. that going to work? I, don't, I, have, I haven't looked into it, but there's oh, a 2D one. I don't know if I want to. Um, basically, it's an endless runner with Crash, Band- uh, Crash Bandicoot, endless runner with added boss battles, and they're going to also be running seasoned event, season events, and more. Uh, it's called Crash Bandicoot. Microtransactions. On- yeah, it's called yeah. It gets better. It's um, called Crash Bandicoot on the run. It's been advertised um, available for Android and iOS. Uh, Free to play game with added microtransactions for skins, etc., as well as. Um, further downloadable content so and then, love I put, it. and then i put in brackets fake fake your enthusiasm yay it's yeah. <laughs> all companies do these days they make a base game and then they start tacking loads of crap on it and they're like yeah you play us a few quid for it yeah but that i see it and i looked at it and i was like oh it looks really shit and i thought oh michelle's gonna be real pissed that they've done ruined it show it to her i'm just like oh my god that looks amazing and she's downloaded it <laughs> so it clearly does well, that Backfire there, didn't it? It did. So now she's kind of downloaded it. It's on her iPad. Whoops. <laughs> she's gonna be sitting there. To be fair, why play if... that? Like when you can literally download Genshin Impact and it's like a full-blown yeah. bloody game, and yeah. you're playing See, a running game. It's an endless runner game, but with Crash Bandicoot, and instead of like Waifu Simulator, <laughs> instead <laughs> like you basically you you'll run along. There's the three tracks, like there was with all of them. Um, you'll be left, middle, or right. Uh, and there'll be TNT crates. If you run to them, you die. If you run through the boxes, you gain apples. Yeah. Sounds mindless. The public sounds... are going to love it. I know. It does. 
it, but it's it was released I think yesterday or the day before, and it's just reached a million downloads. So that wow. is that slow these days. <sighs> Apparently, it's been one of the best-selling um, apps oh, okay. for Apple, from what I read. Sorry, I can't fake the enthusiasm. No. I'm trying really <laughs> hard. I've just got none left for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's basically what I've got for you for news, because I figured that we would have a bit to say. So. Yeah, I've had to slim down my main topic portion. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's nothing to do with I couldn't find much, obviously. It's definitely because I... I've been keeping an ear out all week, as you could sort of say, and um, nothing huge has really no. tweaked. The only other, the only other thing that there was all over all the websites is the the switch, uh, the the new switch, which hasn't been confirmed, is going to yeah. be using a new Nvidia GPU Tegra. that can yeah. do ray tracing and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, that's the thing I mentioned the other day. Uh, like, I don't know if it was last time or the time before. Like, um, that's the chip that they're going to start producing because they're going to stop production of the other chip. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. what. That's one of the key points. Like looking towards the fact that we are getting a new one, mm. and they've uh, like everywhere is going on about um, the price is going to be three nine nine. Honestly, but... like it's fine. Nintendo have always done this thing where they put cheap consoles out. Mm. That is great, mm. but your console needs games. Mm. Well, they said three nine nine for if it's got, and then everyone's I've read it basically been bitching that it's too much. I don't think that's bad. If it's going to be what it says it's going to be, it's going to be a 4K version of the Switch. As long as the it Switch costs less like... to buy than a PlayStation or an yeah. Xbox, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. I think 399 yeah. is reasonable. I thought they were going to try and put it at PlayStation price because they know people would want it because of the titles they're using. Yeah. But I think that's fair. three. I'm happy. I'd happily we're do. We're three still getting underpowered hardware, so yeah. you know, don't <laughs> charge. Don't charge us the maximum for it. It's fine. But yeah. <laughs> Sounding a bit salty there. Yeah. No, so I, I, what I did when I was doing my GameCube research, I realized that after the GameCube, it, in in a weird way, Nintendo sounded like they gave up with the hardware. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, because they, 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 they made, made the gimmicks, didn't it? They made the GameCube to be more powerful than the PS2, which they did, I think, like it was barely more powerful. But it mm. came out too late. And mm. then from there, they've just been giving us this watered down yeah. hardware. Focusing on, um, I say, focusing on like gimmicks or, or like, um, like the Wii was basically purely just to focus on the motion controls and everyone yeah. can play it. And, and it has worked like that. Yeah, admittedly, is great, but it has also hindered them in ways that I don't think they've even realised now. No, I, I still think the Cube is better than the Wii. Well, it was, oh yeah, but the Wii can play the Cube. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that is a good point. True. Yeah. Which is, I mean, then obviously the Wii U can then play the Wii, which is yeah, but it can't play the Cube. No, it cannot. And the Cube looked better than the Wii. Mm-hmm. Name another console that you can pick up and bludgeon someone with because it's got a handle. I this is actual true fact. I I had a GameCube. I used it as a doorstop. I actually thought you were going to say I beat someone that? with a GameCube. I sent a, a picture to Ben. <laughs> a while That's back. blasphemy. Blasphemy! It was broken, and I was like, "We're, we're going to get into it anyway." And like, um, yeah, th- there's a few sort of facts and numbers rolling around that I picked up today, realizing that wait a minute, like Nintendo just keeps shooting themselves in the foot. Mm. Oh yeah, cool. It saddens me. But yeah, I don't know if anybody else had any news. If not, we'll go nah. over to. to, the, to uh, the... I got a few bits. 
Okay. You guys remember Games Master, right? Yes. I oh, didn't yeah, click yeah. the link. <laughs> I thought you might talk about Why it. Why not? I thought oh, you were okay, talking about okay. it, so I didn't click the oh, link. I was like, I'm going to wait. I thought you were like anti Games Master. I was like, I'm not clicking that. No. <laughs> I saw it said Kickstar, and I was like, I'm going to wait. Ben's going to talk about it. <laughs> Dominic Diamond, who used to host the show, um, posted on his Facebook. Um, ah, here it is. January 2022 sees the 30th anniversary of your favorite ish ever TV show. To commemorate this, we present Games Master, the complete oral history, using recollections from tons of celebs celeb guests and people who made the show and me exclusive behind the scenes pictures and ribald tales from the utter mayhem of the 90s in general oh yeah and a lovely chap called robbie williams has written the foreword i will put a link to the um to the kickstarter on the show notes although i'll probably put it in the notes of the podcast itself because i have been really bad in keeping up with the show notes i'm like three episodes behind even now and i'm so sorry about that i've just had no time to re-listen to the episodes i mean i do re-listen to them it's just i'm usually at work yeah you've got no benny said like make notes no exactly maybe maybe wrote them down on the way through (laughs) (laughs) i don't have time for that shit you're sitting there um, right yeah. now. Grab a pen and paper. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just listen to our previous episode while recording the new episode. No, no, do the, these notes on the fly. Oh, wait. Like, oh. As, as we go, yeah. make notes. Be like, oh, I, I need have... to make a show note of that. I should write that down. I have out. considered that. It's just, I've got every... Am I crazy or is possible... that way too reasonable? <laughs> it's way too reasonable. Plus, I've got every bit of technology in front of me using it for different notes. I've got notes here. I've got comments have, here. You've got an iPad near you. That's the one I'm reading the notes off. <laughs> Type some new notes. <laughs> well, no, I've, I've, I have to use the notes for this. And then I've got my stream, my phone as the comment section and the stream deck. And then my laptop for looking at your pretty faces. <laughs> so what you're saying is you need more screens. Well, I do have a Mac over there, but then it's just that I think four is pushing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here on one. <laughs> oh, I thought I've just got twenty bad. tabs open in Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Um, also, have you heard of the new Resi film? Yes. Oh, yes. God, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I'm holding Resident my Evil. sphincter tight in excitement. <laughs> it looks good. Welcome to Raccoon City. All I heard is that they basically they are following the the video games, right? Yeah, that's They're all I need to first... know. Is the this first the, two video games. Is this the anime it. style one? But, but like really polished anime. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't entirely sure. They've already said who they've cast for the the, the um, people, but I don't actually know whether there's, it's like Then I guess we we'll check check as if they're VAs or if they're um, yeah, actual actors. Yeah. There's, um, there's two that I know of that are being made. There's an actual film and there's a Netflix series, which is now actually in production and is coming out this year. Um, the Netflix right. series, I don't know if it follows the games or not, but it it has um, Leon and Claire in it, and the same voice actors who did the Resi 2 um, voices for them are the voice actors for oh, the wow. series. Oh, wow. Um, oh, that's cool. And it, like, have, have the kind of animated Resi films, have you seen any of them? They're not... I have. It's, it's, it's not anime, it's kind of animated... Well, it's- Realistic really CGI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really realistic CGI. It's like that, but they've like whacked it up to ten on these from the screenshots that I've seen. It's really well polished. 
and it oh, looks wow. really good. So I'm hoping that they do actually continue with it because they've been mentioning a, a Netflix series um, of Resident Evil for yonks and nothing ever happened, but they've actually released images now um, for it. Okay. So, and um, there was an interview with the voice actors and things. So it's obviously happening, but as to when, I don't know. Well, uh, the director, Johan Roberts, I don't know whether you do rollers are, but... Uh, I think you should. It. He gives him a bit, yep. of, bit of flair. Roberts. Um, it's about, uh, he says, it's about this group of people coming from different angles. Some coming into the town, some already having grown up in this town, meeting over this one fateful night. It's raining constantly, it's dark, it's creepy, and they're mixed with a sort of more fun side especially with the first game of what's around the corner, that kind of style of storytelling. Um, so it sounds like from that and from other things he said, it sounds like it's going to be proper scary, like the games, not cheesy action horror. Well, not even horror, cheesy action, like the films, um, those live action films. Um, and it's due for release on September 3rd which makes me think that it probably is animated, considering COVID restrictions are going to have um, pushed back a lot of movie dates. Obviously, if it's all animated, it's going to be slightly more easy to accomplish things, I guess. Okay, I've read, just I just read on, um, on a page now, the Netflix series is due to be, has been greenlighted for six one-hour specials. Um, and will be released on the 27th of August, 2021. And the uh, Constantine Films is working on a live-action movie due to release in 2021, which is the one you're probably on about. Yes. So, yeah. That is the one. So we've got six one-hour specials for Netflix, which have been green-lighted by Capcom, so that's good. That it might awesome. actually, might actually appear, which would be good. Very, very cool. Ow, ow, sorry. Get down. Um, right. The next bit of news I was going to cover was the PSP, Vita, and PS3 stores mm -hmm. closing. Basically, if you have games purchased and you haven't downloaded them, do it now. And obviously, if you've got PS Vita... Say goodbye to your games because there's no way you're going to be able to afford the memory cards. This is yeah. this is one thing I thought about um, for both, well, for Ben Brett Retro and for you. You've got consoles that are digital only PS3 with games on. Yep, I was thinking about that today. Once this happens, <sighs> they're going to be dead, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got a few games downloaded on them. I'll they have still to turn run, them on don't and they? Check. Yeah, like they'll still play. Yeah. Yeah. You just won't be able to re-download any games after the yeah. date. But then I could just hack them. Yeah, true. Though I was just worried in case they're using a similar principle to what the PS4 thing what I mentioned was. So once the servers shut down, you can't use them. Well, once the clock battery goes, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think they even have a clock battery. Actually, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, they do. I just got yeah. them. Oh, yeah, was that the one I gave you? <laughs> yeah. Well, the one I've got, I'm still waiting for the laser. It hasn't turned up. I messaged the guy and he's like, oh, send it again. Ugh. Laser. Mm. Freaking lasers. 
Right. Uh, what was the? Oh, uh, apparently Microsoft are buying Discord for ten million dollars. Right. They're trying, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that'll actually go ahead, and if it does, mm-hmm. then it's going to ruin a lot of things that we have mm. out there, which sucks. But oh well. I'm sure. they'll, they'll just inter- like integrate it with Xbox and make it Xbox exclusive. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's which is though. a shame. Yeah. Yeah, I use yeah. it for lots of stuff, so that would be. Suck, suck. Yeah. Right. So now we're down to the main content. <laughs> I um, we are talking all things GameCube today. So I'm going to re- read a few of the comments that we got on the Facebook. Uh, Damian McCarthy, Mario Sunshine, Luigi Mansion, Zelda, Pikmin, and F Zero. A real underrated gem of a console. Mm-hmm. Did you hear those magic fair. words? Zelda. No, mate. Better than that. <laughs> F Zero. No, better than that. No, Mario. no. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. No, better than that. I didn't hear any other Say games. It. Say it Pick again. <laughs> there was no other game mentioned oh. in that. <laughs> oh, something about that big ball of fire in the sky. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Comet Hades. No, that wasn't mentioned. Oh, bloody Mario Sunshine. Damien, I'm sorry, but you're wrong on two accounts. Mario Sunshine, and um, I don't think the the console was underrated at all. I, I anybody that it I speak to about GameCube, hard. Mm. It it's gained way think? more. F- yeah, the statistics show that it was released too late. Yeah, they definitely. actually postponed yeah, it. That's true. They were supposed to release it, um, and it ended up getting released after the Xbox by mm. three days because they delayed it for two weeks. Wow! <laughs> yeah. So they didn't even sell out all their um, uh, initial allocation units and stuff like that. They, and also the launch titles were bad. Yeah, I remember the launch titles. They had um, Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion. Mansion and I, was like, I don't care. And about the only Luigi's other game, story, and the other game they had was Star Wars Rogue Squadron. So like, yeah, which it's got to be which okay. There's a big market Star Wars fans, but it's still quite niche. But I won't go in too much into that right now because that's part of my discussion. <laughs> Mine's really negative again. I think, and I hate it. But oh, it's, that is the history of the console. Like, there's a lot going on there. And yeah. again, they just missed the mark. But they, they, they did get a lot right mm. at the same time. Well, for Sean being wrong, we'll carry on. Um, <laughs> Kirsty <sighs> Gilhooley, that's an awesome surname, uh, got Mario Kart Double Dash, Pokemon Coliseum, and Star Fox mm. Adventures. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, she's got some good taste. I know her uh, other half very well. He he does game stuffs. Oh, hello, game stuffs other half. Stuff. Um, <laughs> his his name is Demetrius, so he chuck that on the that's, front of that surname. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, Star Fox Adventure was a good game. That was really under like under like received. Not didn't do much. Wasn't even supposed to be Star Fox. Wasn't it? No, it was supposed to be a game called Dinosaur Planet on the N64. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that was a different... That's why he's got a spear. Oh! Our resident yeah. expert here. I didn't yeah. watch videos earlier on today and take everything from memory. <laughs> <laughs> did more research than I did. That's, that's cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went on right. Wikipedia. <laughs> so mine's probably oh, well, yours real. is all Worse. wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because Sean was oh, editing man. that earlier. I've been, uh, yeah, I was going to say. 
<laughs> Chris is on. I can see via his IP addresses on Wikipedia. Quick, modify all the pages. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, they made a uh, a multicolored GameCube that was that was circular and see through and see through. Yeah, the Sphere Cube. <laughs> yeah, it was a limited edition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, has anybody mentioned the um? Oh, what was the Panasonic Panasonic Q? Yeah, the Panasonic yeah. Um, one that cost um, more than the DVD player and the GameCube combined. But yeah, it came with a remote yeah. control. But it looks so yeah, pretty. But the, the PS2 could do the same thing. The bit I really yeah, but like it is didn't I think look like a mirror. No, but if you look on the display on the top as well, I think you actually have to select the input that you're using, like a hi-fi kind of like screen. Yeah, because on do. the top it says GameCube, like mm. on the digital or on the LE. What is it? Those screens, the e-ink screens, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So I presume there's a button that switches it between DVD and GameCube. It's just like little, like a little switch. Yeah, and then <laughs> Make sure it, like, it's switched on the right. Yeah, thing. like it changes input really. So all it is is two machines literally glued together. Mm. Oh yeah, pretty much. But... It's got, it, it has it has two different OSs. It has a DVD player OS and then a Dolphin. Yeah, that, OS. that is yeah, that, and that's literally so like uh, it literally Nintendo. Is two, two things stuck together. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo, please just don't. Um. Andy Spence, such an amazing console. The controller was great, and the optical discs were a funky twist on the average-sized disc that everybody else was using at the time. Four players without the need of an adapter and a huge library of great games made this one of my favorite consoles of all time. There's two problems there with what he said. What's that? There is not a huge library of games, and those discs were their downfall. (laughs) <laughs> I did my research, boys. Don't question me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been editing Wikipedia. <laughs> nah, I, yeah, the, the discs were a bit of a pain in the rear. They were cool, but they they shouldn't. They just shouldn't have. They, I, I like they uh, were trying to. I know an interesting thing about the discs, and it relates to why they use them. Uh, yeah, just, I've seen that. Is it because um, it's to do with them being like basically the leftover idea from the 64DD? Um, oh no, they're, they're, the reasons the discs are like that are to prevent piracy or to yeah, reduce but, piracy. But they also work and they use discs that size for Nintendo 64DD because the DD cartridges were discs. The, the issue back from the DD was around is it was their main rival was PlayStation and the biggest floor PlayStation had was the disc could be scratched. Um, so they made... Yeah, it was mostly prominent on the early Blu-ray discs mm. um, for PS2. Okay. Um, well, they made the they they designed the DD in a way that it was a cartridge with a disc inside. So you'd yeah. insert it, and then the disc would slide out. So you could only access the like sensitive bit of the disc when the like tabs were pulled back, and it was actually in the console. Um, and because that failed, they discontinued the technology and used that. Yeah, my understanding. Um, but yeah, um, they were weird little discs because they did bring out. They were um, cool. You could buy um, DVD. I mean, not DVD. Um, like camcorders that you used that size disc in. Um, yeah. Recorded onto briefly before. What before. I also didn't get is why did they have full size um, like DVD cases for those cut down yeah, discs? That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there was a memory <laughs> card slot of stock left over. Mm, I, Either that, or I reckon they just wanted to. Because to... they with the 3DS, they could have just put them in 3DS size ones, and then everyone could have used all their cool 3DS storage accessories yeah, for their true. games for the cube too, and that would have been cool. Yeah. Like it felt like a footprint. The whole console had a really tiny footprint, pretty much. Mm. 
the controller was really small as well, except if you got the Wavebird. Um, or oh, that big old keyboard thing. Don't I really want someone modded one recently, right? And they put a mechanical keyboard and it works inside inside what? the Dreamcast one. It's got custom keycaps and colours and everything. Oh god. They actually customized one, but is it orange and white? Uh I think pink buttons and stuff as well. Kind of yeah, like a, a peachy pink. It's multicolored, yeah. Like the buttons, Yeah, I think I've seen it actually. Buttons yes. transit transition colours from left to right on the keyboard as well as the face pat buttons. Oh uh, but amazing. People we, we've we've, uh, on their <laughs> we've skewered off hard. Um, <laughs> we always do. Just slightly. Um, got a couple of more on the Facebook. Emma Stanford said, still have and play mine, mainly for Mario Kart Double Dash. Uh, you knew we had a 20-player tournament that lasted all year. So much fun. That's quite impressive. Mm. Yeah. Very impressive. Um, Claire Pryke. Completing Luigi's Mansion in one afternoon, getting very stuck on Lord of the Rings game. I don't think I ever finished it. And then she tagged Ian Sycamore. Don't kill me. I remember you doing most of the legwork in the later part of that game. <laughs> and uh, doing Zelda Ocarina of Time Master Quest for the first time. Yep. <sighs> Sorry. Ferret cool. is being annoying. Um, I still play my GameCube on the odd occasion, usually casual games like Kirby's Air Ride and Poyo Pop. With my children, Kirby's Air Rides are really expensive to game to get hold of. Yeah, it is. That's mega oh, really? That's yeah. some proper expensive GameCube stuff. I believe, and I last see that in CEX, it was about 140 pound. Do you guys want a fun fact on what the most? I think the current most expensive GameCube is. Go for it. One from yeah. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Okay. There's a white one. What actual what? GameCube console? Yeah, the actual console. Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, there was only 150 made. Oh shit! Okay. So outside That's of, crazy. there are some other really obscure consoles, but the like the most expensive, like I guess you could say, consumer-based one was that. Wow. I didn't think it was that few. I'm sure I've seen one. There we go. Uh, 140 pound. Yep. Kirby, Kirby Air Ride. It's just rare. Wow. <laughs> so that's a good game to keep hold of. Well done for having it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep a hold of that and it'll pay for your Definitely. children's college or their first house, house in fact. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, the last comment we have is on the Instagram from Carl. I'm not even going to try and pronounce your last name. I do apologize. F0 and Pearl Jam has to be up there as memories go. Anybody play Pearl Jam on the cube? I mean, my ears pricked up because i like the band but yeah they make, <laughs> make a game that, that, i don't know i really don't know how how bizarre Let's i really go to want google to yeah that's yep, what i'm yeah. doing <laughs> unless it's I a typo i think this must be a typo yeah wait <laughs> anybody wait uh, the game doesn't show up what could yeah, it be yeah jam Pearl jam Wait, have you found the game? I found a game called Pearl Jam. Yeah, but oh, no, 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 it's not. It's, it's, it's a Blu-ray. It's a Blu-ray of Pearl Jam concerts. <laughs> <laughs> did you literally type in Pearl Jam uh, GameCube and then click the first CEX link like I didn't? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was looking at the top link and I was like, yeah, Chris has pressed that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Why would oh, I... Do, no. I mean, I wouldn't admit, admit it. I mean... 
No, I, uh, I, I don't know what this game is. I'd like some clarification, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Can you get back to us on that one and uh, let us know exactly what the game is? Because well, we've no I, idea. I didn't actually type in Pearl Jam. I just looked. I typed in Pear Jam. <laughs> <laughs> and you, great <laughs> recipes. And I got the same result. So. <laughs> Cheers, Google. Oh, dear. Help. God help us all. This is painful. Um, right. <laughs> yes. So now that we've gone through those rather painful experiences, um, who would like to set us off with their, their account of their memories of the GameCube? I don't mind. Um, mine's got loads of useless information in it. So, Yeah, go for it then. I'm I honestly more than happy to hear and that. Then you might have <laughs> forgotten about it by the time we get to the end of it anyway so yay um, <laughs> honestly like all my memories for the gamecube are good there's there's nothing bad about it at all like wait you that contradicts what contradicts you're saying everything earlier. you said yeah. <laughs> yes and that's my point looking back at the gamecube they still balls it up even though i love it and that's really weird because my expectations were obviously a lot less back in the day well, you've got um, a PlayStation. You can't have a high expectation. Sorry, Mr. Xbox thug. <laughs> Wind your neck in <laughs> before it sets on fire. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And here I was going to tell you that uh, Hitman 3 was cheap on PlayStation and not Xbox, but, you know. I don't care. It's not a good game. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not bothered. Hitman. Told me, no, didn't it? I'm not I'm bothered at all by Hitman. Oh, shut up. Um, am I bothered? Am I bothered? Mm. Nah. Exactly. I wasn't going to do that because I didn't want to. I was going to say I didn't want to look like an idiot, but I'd done that anyway. Allowing Jordan makes me look like an idiot. Um, yeah. Like, uh, so I was thinking about this, and I think the GameCube for me was the pinnacle in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think from there on in, it's obviously we're all migrating to the internet ineffectively in one way or another. It's kind of, mm. it's just the inevitable flow of. Um, the way things work and the internet enables us to play games that a GameCube can never do. You can't put 100 players on a GameCube. So, I, I mean, someone's probably tried, but. Unless you're playing Melee, and then you can. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I remember getting my GameCube. I got the, the black GameCube with one of the extra big memory cards um, straight off the bat. Weirdly enough, I don't remember what my first game was. I know I obviously got a game with it. Um, might have been Lost Kingdoms, which was a weird sort of um, card game RPG thingy. But I remember selling my Dreamcast, I think, to get one. Oh, okay. I forget which way around I did it. I, I always had to sell a console to get the next one. I, I didn't have the luxury of keeping them all. But And um, I remember my cousin getting it from me, for me from Woolworths as well. Oh, Woolworths. I know. So that's some time and time ago. Missed that place so It literally much. came from one of the shops that I've been working in over the last year. Yeah. Like, that's the exact same building it came from. Oh. Um, and I remember taking it home and like I was like, oh, I've got one of the extra big memory cards and everyone's only got 59 blocks i've got like 250 on i was like yeah i can make the save files for days and I, I love i love the machine like looking at the list i i always go like oh yeah and that that's like been my motto when looking back at the cube is oh yeah that's a thing oh yeah that's a thing and like genuinely being shocked i don't know if it is my absolute favorite one of all time but like 
playing the first level of Sonic Adventure 2 on the GameCube always comes back to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, like Sega made some really good ports from Dreamcast over to the GameCube, including like Sonic Adventure and Fantasy Star Online, which I've played way too much of. I'm sure Ben will mention it as well. But Amen. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly, I just don't even know how much time I spent playing that. But so yeah, like and Crazy Taxi got shunted over as well and some other stuff but every time i see a game i'm like i played that i had a really good time on that it was great mm. which is why it was really sad recently to learn like about how i guess bad bad's just a catch-all web like how bad the console did mm. or like how not optimal the console is i'm gonna try and put a positive spin on it because it seems like it could have been more but again uh, nintendo punched really low and made Mm. their console a hundred dollars less than everyone else oh is that much jeez yeah i think it launched at 199 or 299 where the other one launched at 299 399 like over ps2 but they literally launched it two years into the ps2's life and then they delayed the console got delayed by two weeks in america which massively stunted it so it ended up being three days after Xbox, which is obviously Microsoft shunting their way into the games console market. Mm. They then used less money to advertise it. And then their startup, like their launch titles were weak. Yeah. Launch titles don't really matter as much these days because the consoles are cross-generation, but they didn't, they, they did miss the mark a little, but then they eventually got there. Yeah. I think one of that launch titles are one of the things that Nintendo have got in the bag really normally like they sell their consoles based on their launch titles they launched a console without mario yeah but they had they had a mario game in development for the wii as well yeah the wii really sold itself on different merits but the gamecube suffered like i don't worry i don't want to i would i didn't buy any of the launch titles i don't remember getting the console immediately it was bizarre to have a nintendo console not only did it not have a, a Mario part, a Mario game to start off with, it went for a Luigi game. Yeah, like, nobody yeah. wants Luigi. Yeah, that game I was would... supposed to be on N sixty four. You know, was it? Yep. Really? Yeah, it was being developed for N sixty four at first. But that's a good game, but I wouldn't have bought it if it wasn't bundled. Yeah, like I wouldn't have gone and chosen to buy it. But it, it was. I'm glad I played it. So it was a good game, but yeah, like you say, it's weird not to have a Mario title. Yeah, and the Wii could sort of get away with it because you could just stick the GameCube games in it. Yeah, yeah. And then you could also do the same with the Wii U because you could stick the Wii games in the Wii U. Like, but the 64 to, like, the, literally the physical change to discs was supposed to be a positive thing for them because the uh, N64 was horrendous to develop for. The cartridges had very small storage sizes. They were horrendous to produce like cost-wise. So the, the CDs or the mini discs were supposed to change all that. Mm. And then they went and ballsed it up because they didn't give enough development kits out. So people couldn't make games for it. Yeah, They literally turned around to companies and went, make games with the highest PC specs in mind. And they went, no. <laughs> they like, we, we can't. We've got nothing to test it on. No, I mean, the, co- the console know. was great. Like That's the last console I think they've had that was on par power-wise with the current generation. Yeah. And they're not going to spend time and money developing a game and then send it off to them and then they're like, oh yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, so they then, I think they sent dev kits to Retro and uh, Retro Games and Rare for mm. development because they used to be sort of hand in hand, um, Nintendo and Rare hmm. uh, but they, they 
defected to the to the X blocks. Um, <laughs> X blocks. Yeah, the X blocks. The the things you throw at people and they hurt. Mm. If you can lift them, all the controllers. See, the GameCube would hurt a lot more. Although yeah, the original like Xbox would. Yeah, but it's smaller. Hurt. You can uh, you can sh uh, what is it? No, you can hammer throw in it, uh, a GameCube. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's handle. Got, it's got a it's got a handle. Yes, it's. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's the only console I know of that has a handle. Yep. It was supposed to be like a social aspect, that console. They made a portable screen for it as well. Yeah. And battery pack. Yeah. It was supposed to be a social console, and it was brilliant at it. They did still just slightly shoot themselves by not including a DVD player, obviously, because of the smaller discs. And, yeah. Um, like others. But the console had a lot of solid, solid titles. Like my list here, to really quickly run through them, I've got Sonic Adventure 2, I've got Lost Kingdom, Smash, Metroid two the first two Metroid games, Mario Sunshine, um, Fantasy Star Online, Tales of Symphonia, Time Splitters 2, F-Zero, Resi 4, Metal Gear Solid 1 is on there, Soul Calibur 2, which included Link. Yeah, I had that. Obviously. And I, I got am, about Time I, Splitters 2. Exactly. I know it's a PS2 game, and I know like the GameCube was held up by a lot of ports. Like, there's no doubt in that. It has a lot of decent ports as well as a lot of oh, that's reminded me, decent first-party games. But the disc size was the problem. You know how much data you can store on one of those mini discs? Uh, four gig, isn't it? No. And the ones I um, burnt onto. I mean, yeah, those are four gig. The bits that I the bits that I read that state that the GameCube original discs are only one point five gig. Well, yeah, 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 it's one point four seven to be exact. Yes. Yeah, wow. I remember now. Yeah. And think about that when a DVD has is it eight gig? Yeah, well, the, the, but that meant that developers couldn't develop properly because they couldn't create games like big enough. Like mm. they couldn't use all the assets and stuff. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah, on, one one point one point four gig. Yeah, they hold. Yep, that's um again unfortunate side effect. They obviously then moved into memory cards, which was fine, and that all worked. But when you're like it enabled them to move Metal Gear Solid One forward really nicely, and that was brilliant to play. But I'm pretty sure the Time Splitters had a bit of um, like some chopping down. I don't know what the file size on Time Splitters 2 was, for example. Lots of the actual, well, it carried over with the Wii is lots of the disc is filler. So it's not even used on the disc. Yeah. And most GameCube games, from what I remember, are about 400 to 600 meg. Yeah, which is impressive, but it also like limits developers and producers mm. in what they can and can't do. So yeah. some of the games that came out on those discs are fantastic. Like the amount of content and mm. like longevity and things you could do on those discs was brilliant. But then it also did hurt them. Mm. The, the console could have been even better than it was. And it is already a very good console. It's just sad to think. Um, yeah. Do you know how many online games there were? Very limited. There was a few. There was many. a couple in extra ones in Japan. There was only one outside of Japan. Was that fantasy stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you bought, had to buy a modem to do it. Mm. And it took them a long time to release it over here as well, didn't it? Yeah. It was available in Japan for and ages. And that's the really sad thing. Over here. But I absolutely, on the other hand, love sitting down with like people and playing Smash and playing Fantasy Star 4 player, playing F-Zero. I've played so much drunk F-Zero, it's unreal. <laughs> um, so I think for me, like this research in this episode is obviously I love like I said I love the console but it made me realize how many like, they could have gone bigger I don't know what Nintendo has this whole I don't know why Nintendo has this whole stigma about like launching cheap consoles 
like I don't think they need to make that like compromise. No, they could make they could put the power behind it. They've got enough knowledge and skill there. They could make a better console and just not worry about the price. If people want it, they'll buy it. Exactly, exactly. Right. Like, look at the PS5. How much scalpers are charging? They're still selling. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I guess if you're going to take it into comparison as of right now, the PS5 is 450 pound for the full blown edition. We'll use that for the sake of argument. And mm-hmm. on, I think the RRP for a Switch is 300. I yeah. think, like, if you don't, like, if you're just ripping yourself off and not getting any games bundled with it or anything, I think the RRP for the console might be 300. Yeah, it's like 299 or something. Yeah, yeah, but you can easily get a Switch for 250, or you can easily get it. I got mine with two games, so it's less than 300. Yeah, I think we did similar. I think we paid like 270 with a game. But that's a 150 pound difference, mm. which I know is important. But in the real world, where they're now getting to this huge gap of power that they can't take full-blown ports over or they can't have certain games at all, is it eventually going to hurt them? Mm. The GameCube was like the last console they had that kept up. I don't know how more powerful like the Wii is, for example, or the Wii U, because it's hard to quantify power now, um, I think, without getting into CPU clock speeds and such. But the, the poor console, they if, if it had just been DVD, if it would have, we could have had so much more I think if they'd done something like included the Game Boy Player built into it or something like that, oh, it would God, have done that a hell of a lot yeah, better. I haven't even gotten yeah, that so that's like half of the, my favourite thing about that is all the weird stuff. Like you've got the weird keyboard controller for Fantasy Star. We've got the add-on screen, like you say, the battery pack, there's a Game Boy Advance slot. Oh, and just the the console's brilliant. It just could have been better. And it makes me a little <laughs> bit sad. Yeah. It just makes me a little bit sad. But, and the fact that you can connect like multiple GameCubes together to play Double Dash, yeah, I would love to do that. But it's yeah, just absolutely. so expensive to get the the network adapter. Yeah, they're really expensive and hard to find. Yeah, well, I don't definitely. remember how much say like a network adapter was originally, um, but couldn't have cost them that much more to embed it into the machine, right? I think off the top of my head, they're about fifty pound. Yeah, see, it doesn't feel that bad. Mm. Hey Chris, could you build us some? Yeah. <laughs> build it and they will come. To be fair, <laughs> I, 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 you probably could actually um, make some and then build them internally. Yeah. If you just got a um, like a USB, uh, like LAN USB adapter, and then modified it slightly. Where would it stand with doing what you want to do, but on a Wii then? Because a Wii is effectively a GameCube still. What do you mean, the um, LAN kind of style? Yeah, so the Mario Kart, obviously you can LAN mm, it. Can yeah, you do that with the Wii? Uh, would that not just be a bypass? Is that not just the winner? Possibly, yeah. Like the Wii just... literally should have been launched as GameCube 2.0, honestly. But, yeah, um... you possibly could do that. <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting. I'd have to have, to have, to have a play with that. I also that. think that was another one of the reasons that the Wii sold so well is because it literally just grabbed all the GameCube stuff that everyone knew mm. and loved and just moved it forward. Mm. But that's for a different episode. You we would probably, about that I, I, I think that when it's in GameCube mode, obviously it's emulating right, GameCube. It's not using GameCube hardware as, as you would have in the console. Um, and it therefore won't use wireless internet. Um, because it wasn't on the GameCube, so it wouldn't even look for that. So it's only emulating the games, not the operating system. 
something along the lines of that fight, I think. But yeah. your workaround with it could be to you, you can, because uh, you, as a standard, as a standard, the Wii um, USB ports only output power, they don't output data, but you can re-enable data in and output with them by doing a custom iOS, which is what you do for USB loaders. So in yeah. theory, you could, I... you could patch it and then allow that to take in and like in and out of data and then choose a USB LAN adapter. Seems like it'll work. I was uh, um, reading something as well about uh, re-enabling GameCube support on the Wii U. I don't know if you've heard about that. No, no, no. Um, supposedly, because the Wii U emulate or can run the Wii, look, all it is is virtually turned off the GameCube support inside the Wii part. Mm. I need to look into this further to see whether or not it's actually like legit or I'm being trolled, but if you okay. do that as well. So I just read, um, like Ben, you know the little um, SD card doodad that I've got that you put in the bottom of the GameCube? Yes. You could buy them for £9 or cheaper if you go somewhere else. Um, and you can... <laughs> Um, if so you, you would have to um, chip chip the cube, but you can then use them to host a uh, wireless server and play play it via that. Apparently, well, I guess that's something we're going to have to do. Then are you saying we can play? <laughs> we can make a Mario Kart double dash server on a GameCube? Essentially, yeah. I mean, that sounds like it should be done just because, because it's these, these unusual. Things, <laughs> you would essentially um, use a homebrew app. Uh, through one of the use one of these things to launch a homebrew app, which is what they're for. But then the homebrew app would enable you to do to connect other consoles wirelessly. Seems good. So oh, honestly, if someone's as well, that's if helpful. someone's like, I've got a GameCube. Do you want to play some multiplayer games? I'm like, what time do you want me over? Mm. Like that's how much I love like the multiplayer on this thing. <clears throat> yeah, I'll need to look into that and how how it works and see if it's. Yeah, I'm going to be looking into the Wii U thing to see if releasing the software can um, unlock the GameCube like thing. Like, will the machine even read the discs? Because hmm. that'll be an interesting four four games thing. that you could use it for. There's um, Fantasy Star Online, which was the big one, and then you had Kirby Air Ride, 1080 Avalanche, and Mario Kart Double Dash also made use of the LAN adapter for eight-player GameCube's connections. Seems good. So how much do the broadband adapters actually go for at the moment? Just looking. Um, because, oh, damn. Yeah, I'm guessing they're quite expensive then. <laughs> uh, the first one that's popped up on eBay is £91. CEX sells them for 70 Because I'm um, just looking here. There is one in stock. Quick, get it. <laughs> On Nintendo Canada, it has the um, the like instruction manuals on how to set up a LAN for the GameCube for Double Dash, and yeah. you can have one player on each GameCube yeah. if you and up to eight GameCubes. Yeah. Or you can. So have... we're doing that, right? <laughs> I don't think we've got eight GameCubes. I've got fix that. four. Halfway there Chris? with Bon Jovi. <laughs> or we can have two game cubes with a crossover cable. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just a case of um, cracking those, um, modifying those cubes. Then I guess. Hmm. See, this so sounds bizarre. great. Like, we're we're learning. Everyone, go and get some game cubes and play them. Yay! 
<laughs> but yeah, as well as having eight game cubes, we'd need eight copies of the game. So. Okay, so my previous idea, my previous idea is has been scrapped. Um, they oh, used no. it, uh, they blocked it by using a custom modem chip, so it's not possible to route it through other methods. It's got to be this specific modem chip. Uh, damn. So the only way it can be done is with the with the adapters. We'll work something out. We will find it and we will build it. Chris, so, try and build a broadband adapter. <laughs> yeah, you got some time. I could, I could build a broadband adapter. I just can't build them with one of these stupid chips. The chips uh, are probably going to cost more than the... Oh, dear. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, so I can't really go into too much more detail, I, mm. I guess, like on it, but because like my list of games and everything that I enjoyed playing and like all my memories would just keep going and going and going. Like... I, I, the, the countless hours on Fantasy Star, the countless hours playing Smash. Mm. I, I There aren't many, because the GameCube library isn't the, the biggest, but I, I can always pick like a lot of games on that console that mm. I just enjoy it's playing. It's got a lot, the length, I, the, although there's not, it's not the biggest, but it's got a lot of replayability. Yeah, like luckily for once, this console actually has like a really good selection of first party titles. They didn't neglect any of the franchises. No, 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 definitely not. Because, like, Donkey Kong got a bunch of games. Like, Metroid mm. got two mm. games on this. Zelda got, like... Two or three. I don't even know in the end. And there's, like, a couple of ports. Mario got um, some all sorts of weird stuff. We got a very good Mario Kart game. Mm-hmm. We got loads of sports games from, from Mario, like Strikers. Yeah, it's Mario Strikers. We got Fancy Star. We could play lo- co- Couch Cop Fancy Star. <laughs> we, got, like, we got Metroid games. <laughs> we got Time yeah. Splitters four player, like local, without any like Time real flapping. It was amazing. Yeah. You just Absolutely had to bring a controller. Mm. Yeah. And they weren't even that expensive for the controllers. They were like £25, I think. Everyone had one ready. anyway because everyone had a GameCube. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was just memory cards. Um, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, I remember memory cards were the awkward one to get older yeah, or expensive. Just, but... just buy the big memory card. But yeah, yeah. I, I love the console. I, I'm just, I think it's just really sad to learn that they probably could have gone bigger and better. A bit bigger and better. They could have gone yeah. even bigger and even better, I guess, is the more accurate mm. way. Mm. Even better. Yeah, I think honestly, like they would have dominated harder if they'd just gone full-size disc and DVD player. But it been, yeah, right, that might have added the extra £100 onto the console price. Mm. It would have been worth it. It would have okay. been worth it. You can buy a replacement shell that fits in full-size discs. Um, and but they don't read, do they? <laughs> they do read. The um, That's the thing. The laser does read the entire width. For so disc. it is literally a smaller disc? Yeah. So their reason that the disc was for anti-piracy is because they probably thought people didn't want to buy small discs. And yeah. te- because if, if, discs. You, if you were to open up a GameCube, take the top off, you can put a regular disc on it and it will read it. Wow, <laughs> it's purely that it won't fit. See, this is—I think this this literally like links over to what Nintendo are doing now, and they're using these really tiny cartridges in the Switch. Mm. And like, it, w- but we've got these huge memory cards. Like, me- flash memory is super cheap. Mm-hmm. And then they're yeah. doing it in previous generations. I'd like—I presume that like, the Wii and the Wii U are just standard DVDs. Yeah, um, so they moved over we, to the same yeah, tech. Yeah, Wii U the, the is dual layered, I think. But other than so yeah, that, it's the same stuff they use in the PS4, though, isn't it? Yeah, or, yeah, no, they're yeah. on Blu-rays, aren't they? Yeah, PS4 is Blu-ray, so it's not even that. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, no. One thing I do know about the small discs to make to stop it for the piracy thing is the 
burn speed is very, very slow when they put them onto disc. Um, like a normal DVD or CD, you'd burn at like, I don't know, 16 or 32 times speed. I think it's four. Yeah, sometimes even lower. I've had to do some at oh, like wow. two. So it can, it can take like four to five hours to burn a GameCube game, which is like one gig. Yeah, well, yeah, none of them are going to be much bigger. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, I I'm gonna leave my little list of bits and bobs there. I don't have any like concrete memories, I guess, but I just have memories that I enjoyed pretty much every game I've ever put in that console. Mm. Mm. I yeah, sadly those... don't have any of my back catalogue left because I got rid of it. It's definitely it's one of those consoles I, I, for me as well that they, it's I can't think of much I didn't like about it. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely, but that's me done. Cool. Do you want to go next, Ben, or should I ramble some crap? Ah, go ramble your crap. Um, okie dokie. Um, I have so... actually found a, a GameCube broadband adapter on Amazon for $270. <laughs> I'll take 10. No, wait, we only need eight. We, need, we only need, no, seven. Ben's got one. Don't overdo it. Jeez. Well, no, I don't have a broadband adapter. I've got, I think I've got a network adapter they well they made a modem adapter and a broadband adapter what's the one we need oh the broadband adapter is the one we need and the modem oh. adapter is the one i have okay. i always get them confused yeah i don't get the difference the modem adapter allows you to play online but the broadband adapter has that special chip in it so you can play over lan okay so essentially one's a 56k modem convert yeah. thing and the other one's an actual broadband router Yes. Oh, damn. Okay, that makes sense to why it's so much then if it's got all that tech in it. Exactly. Um, um, but yeah, my first uh, experience with it was uh, would be Luigi's Mansion. Um, I still remember getting my GameCube. I still remember paying an extortionate amount for it because we got it through one of those pay monthly catalogues where they like double the price. Um, was that Littlewoods? Littlewoods or something like that. Yeah, I think it was actually. <laughs> um, and uh, we paid, I think it was 400 and. 20 pound for we got the gamecube luigi's mansion star wars and two controllers so easily adding doesn't, 150 doesn't actually sound that bad <laughs> it, yeah but now it they were adding about 100 quid at least so it's not too bad yeah, then true. when you're paying it off slowly but it's a hell of a lot of money back then um and I got it on release, uh, mainly because I wanted to get Wind Waker, and Wind Waker had been announced. Um, we didn't know much about Wind Waker at that point, other than a new Zelda game was coming out. So I'd done exactly what I'd done for the Wii, bought the console, and then got the game as soon as it was released. Um, the only reason I bought a Wii is because I wanted Twilight Princess, and because they said it wasn't coming out on the Cube, and the Cube is the better version. But yeah. <laughs> so Luigi's Mansion was the first one. That I played through. Um, yeah, I loved it. I, loved, uh, I think Sean, Sean's already mentioned the controllers being good. Um, I still play with the GameCube controller to this day. I use it for my Zelda speedruns. Um, yeah, they've always been acclaimed as one of the best controllers. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. I, it has been usurped for me now, though, by the PS5 controller. Mm. Mine is like the bestest thing ever. I've got mine's, mine's a, my modified one. I've got um, steel sticks and things in mine. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's very fancy. It's very expensive, but I treasure it and I use it every day. So, um, yeah, 
the, the sticks cost more than the whole controller. So, <laughs> on, on a slight off topic, I'll have to share some things. I joined a Facebook group called, um, I think it's called like Forbidden or Cursed Controllers. Okay. Yeah, you're going to love it. <laughs> oh, it yeah. just reminded me because I've seen um, a mod where someone's taken the GameCube sticks out and put them into a PS4 controller. <laughs> Oh, that's you disgusting! Can, you can actually that's fit amazing. PlayStation Three analog sticks in the cubes. So if your sticks go, what? you they they fit um, because that's what I did initially. Because you can then get different color and you can get rubber capped ones. Like you know how PlayStation have that kind of rubbery feel to them. Yeah. Um, whereas Nintendo's normal one is just the plastic with the little ridges. Um, you can replace <laughs> without any modifications. Just like you open the controller up and swap the sticks over, and then use the PlayStation ones. You get better grip. That's what I used to do for my speed runs, so you can get better grip on the analog stick. That's and awesome, they, and they they fit perfectly. Um, but yeah, um, my next one I got after Louis Mansion was I got um, Smash Bros Melee, and still to this day, it's one of my you know, one of the best games ever. Um, I think I personally think it's the best Smash Bros game there is. I know Ben will disagree. Um, okay, no, it was my favourite for the longest time. To be fair, because mm. it had chic. Mm. It's um, got a lot. <laughs> I'll explain a, that later. <laughs> it's got a big um, following as well. It's got a huge, huge following. following. It still uh, plays competitively. Yep, yep, yep. I've seen advertised like literally this week on Facebook. People were doing tournaments, online tournaments, and. Um, well, it took the N64 one and it just smoothed everything out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just one of them solid, straight up upgrade yeah. games. Yeah, they yeah, didn't just faff around with it and they just yeah. made it better. Definitely. Um, trying to look up there what else I've got on, on Cube. Um, um, Wind Waker, obviously, um, I mentioned, and then Ocarina, the Ocarina port over to GameCube was good. Um, but I like the different things with the, the GameCube is all that, like, as you were saying, all of the kind of weird add-ons we got. So the biggest one being the Game Boy Advance adapter, but also the, the GBA link cable um, and being able yeah. to, to uh, we, as we were discussing in the handheld episode, like things like um, on, on Wind Waker, they had an entire item dedicated to you using that, that connectivity. Um, and you had like the mini game where you could collect things and then give in-game link hearts or fairies or whatever um, to like really bring those two consoles into one big thing. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was good. Um, the only other thing really GameCube that's big for me is um, in terms of actual like design and build, it's built incredibly well. It's most consoles are generally a power supply um, and a main board, whereas the GameCube is about five or six different boards that are all stacked up really well and, and built well, so that it's really easy to repair. Like if you have like something go wrong on one of the boards and it can't be replaced, you can then just buy that board and replace that board rather than having to scrap the whole console. They they really like designed that thing really well it's, to the day it's my favorite console to work on i love working on gamecubes because they're like a little puzzle you just take them <laughs> unscrew them and then there's like oh this bit comes off and then this bit comes off and then there's about five or six different layers to them and they're just really fun to work on um and they look really cool like 
it's a really nice looking console. They 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 done a lot with the aesthetics, make it it's it's simple but it works. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, that's basically me rambling over. <laughs> <laughs> have you you justified your love of the GameCube, have you? Yeah, well and also they're really easy to modify and hack and they're really cheap to hack. Like a Xeon yeah, chip is what, the, what is did the you most... do to yours? Um, well, the Xeon chip is the biggest thing, which does allow you to play games that aren't official, but it also does things like uh, region unlocks it, so you can play imported games. It does um, different boot sequences and all weird kind of customization. But like that chip costs, you can easily get one of those chips for under £10, um, probably about 5 to £6. Um, the, equi- the equivalent for the Wii is £130. So it's it's mental. Um, and now the most recent mod they've kind of brought into it would be the SD loader, which is so you can load from an SD card, which goes underneath, which is the little thing I got. Um, <laughs> so then you could put homebrew or, or you could do uh, emulation. GameCube handles emulation really, really well. You can, it, you can do Game Boy, SNES, GBA, um, mainly nintendo things. But it emulates SNES really well, and it runs really smooth. Which but is not N64. Cool. Nothing emulates the N64. No, no, nothing, <laughs> N- no, nothing emulates the N64. Very good. Um, but yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Until the Wii came along with Virtual Console, that was, that was, that was my optimal way of doing emulation. Yeah, you're talking thing. about the different loading screens you can get with that that Xeon trip. It reminds me, I completely forgot about this. Um, having the different loading screens depending on how Control many controllers, yeah, holding yeah. certain buttons in certain mm-hmm. controller ports make mm-hmm. it play a different thing. Yeah, 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 which yeah, I, yeah, I never knew that. That's really cool. Yeah, there's like little Easter eggs like that in it. Yeah, yep, yeah. Did you know about it's off topic, but have you guys heard of the uh, Easter egg for the original Xbox loading screen? Or the default menu. Not sure. No. The, the, the screaming. No. The, the, the screaming. It's really mm. creepy Easter egg. Apparently, um, basically, <laughs> if, you, if you if you if you plug if you turn on the original Xbox and it's got the the green floaty background uh, like the load screen thing, um, if you leave it, it's for a long, long time. It's something like six hours. You can hear <laughs> like distant screaming and like echoing and things. It's but I don't know. It's like. Um, I watched a YouTube video about it, and I was like, "This can't be real." But I wasn't going to sit there and wait six hours with an Xbox. <laughs> I don't think you necessarily have to sit there and wait for it. Well, no, <laughs> just leave but it plugged in in the back. It's like a tiny little clip. It's it's like happens after every like six hour of a loop. There's like a a one minute clip of this sound. Wow! And that this guy is so creepy. He recorded it, and it is really weird. It's kind of like very kind of Japanese horror kind of ghosty scream noise and like weird voices but yeah why add that weird why not yeah that's me cool 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 um i actually went into my gamecube games and selected like uh two games that i'd never played before at all on it first one was 007 007 agent under fire have either of you played that i love that yeah, that's all right. And hates it's it. It's shite. It's absolutely <laughs> fucking shite. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you're comparing <laughs> it to Goldeneye. So no, 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 no. I, I, I had like the back of my brain was like, okay, there's Goldeneye, but I'm not going to compare it to this. And I was so pissed off with the game, and Goldeneye never even con- came into my really? memories. It's so bad. And I, oh my god! Maybe it's nostalgia <laughs> then that's making it appear better. Because to be fair, I haven't played it since it came out. So right, the first thing to annoy me when I turned on that game was trying to navigate the menu. Right, here's me trying to use the sticks to navigate the menu like a normal person. You have to use the D pad. Do you? The the D pad is the only thing that works during the menus. Absolutely okay. ridiculous. You sure um, it's not your controller? <laughs> No, no, it actually says it on the screen as well. Oh. Use the D-pad. Yeah. Um, the default controls are an absolute nightmare. Because yeah, you look, I, remember, I remember that. They were, they were you look with your left stick and then you strafe with the right. It's like, well, no, that's not how it goes. This just does not compute. Um, you can't change the controls in the game. So every time I had to test out a new controller um, setup, I had to... Mm-hmm leave the game again after I realised that that wasn't the one I wanted to play. I mean, how hard is it to to add that option to the menu? Um, uh, okay, I, I never had it on GameCube. That's why it was released on PlayStation 2 GameCube. Uh, so I had it on PS2. So Ben played yeah. the cut-down version. <laughs> yeah, I played it on PS2. <sighs> and tr- trying to uh, aim with that C-stick is not a pleasant task. It's way too sensitive. <laughs> you, you're supposed there's certain points in the first level where you're supposed to shoot enemies by zooming in and then moving around to to kill them there's no way in hell you are killing those enemies no, the the but, reasoning behind that is because um it's a, a thing called ess which is what i've made the adapters for um gamecube analogs read uh inputs differently to what most controllers do uh, most controllers, the Y and X axis goes to around 86 to 87. GameCube controllers read up to 127. So they're much more sensitive. Bloody hell. So <laughs> no that's wonder why, jumping that's all why, over the screen then. So if you played it with an ESS adapter mm. plugged in, you'd probably be okay. But oh, okay. that's, <laughs> that's, that's a, a fault with GameCube analog. Okay, well, one thing that's not a fault with GameCube analog is the jumping in that game. When you jump, it takes about half an hour for you to jump and then hit the ground again. It's just... Gravity, low gravity. Yeah. <clears throat> moon yeah, it's mode. moon physics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just... Uh, it just made me... James Bond joke about the film Moonraker. <laughs> just reminded me of you talking about double moon mode in Tony Hawk's um, a while ago, Sean. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and the bullets, they, they fly so slowly in that game. It's like you've if you're looking at the bullet, you've got enough time to just move out of its way. It's not hit, it's not <laughs> hit scan like it should be. If you can see the no, bullet, it's still it's a projectile. It's, it's going wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's you quickly, like, um, you quickly nip round to the left just to see if it's going in the right path. You're like, oh yeah, the bullet looks like it's going fine. <laughs> Take the old bullet for a walk. <clears throat> yeah, it's like um, I think it was Time Crisis where they had like fairly slow bullets, but it's about half the speed of that. <laughs> so it's just it's just ridiculous. Okay, maybe it wasn't um, as good as I remember then. <laughs> well, it might have been on the PlayStation. It's true. You never know. Um, the controller style that I chose, where it, uh, I like to move around and and do everything like the controls, similar to Goldmine. Mm. You can't crouch and move your aiming target at the same time. Um, okay. Because 
you're pressing crouch with I think the X on the thumb on the right hand side, and then you have to aim using the C stick, which is oh. also your right thumb <laughs> on the right hand side. And move so with you, the other. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And the thing is, when you're crouched, you're more likely to want to aim than to move. Mm. I guess maybe. I don't know. Mm. That's just me. Maybe. So that's that's the case of them porting it over to GameCube and not comparing, not thinking <clears> about the controller being a weird shape. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And the last thing I would like to note is the I was at the end of the first level. I had made it all the way to the end of the first level, God knows how. And um, there's this woman tied to the top of a submarine. The submarine's about to launch and then mm-hmm. obviously kill her. I'm stood there trying to figure out how to get her off the submarine her hands are tied behind her back so i think earlier on there was this padlock that i had this special laser thing to cut through the padlock so i was like okay i'll try and use that did not work at all i was like crap okay i've got nothing else i'll just try and shoot it um i shot the padlock and then it said she's dead I was like, so she didn't the, die from the laser, but she died from no, putting no, a bullet through her back. No, this is the best part. She was still struggling to get out. She was fine, <laughs> and and the game said that she had died. So the, pa- the padlock was alive. <laughs> you killed the padlock. Oh, oh, that's it. The padlock was the person I was supposed to save. I was supposed yeah, to the kill woman her. was holding <laughs> padlocks hostage. Inside the padlock was a very tiny, tiny lady. <laughs> <laughs> like and the a other one was a decoy. Yeah. See, now how do you feel about it? We fixed the first level problem. There you go. <laughs> a great game now, right? Oh, man. It all makes so much more sense now. But yeah, I was. <laughs> let's just say that I was not too impressed with that. <laughs> but that was hilarious. She was still struggling to get out and apparently should die a few seconds earlier. Um, next game that I chose uh, was Medal of Honor. Now, I remember playing this on the PC a lot, so I thought, well, what the hell, I'll give it a go on the console. Um, actually looks surprisingly good for a console release. And the only... Well, I got stuck on the first level again, because that's what I do. Um, <laughs> the, try, that, trying to aim with that again was mm. what I was not happy. Um, the one thing I did like about this game is it has um, fully customizable controls. You can select each button and choose what it does. That's cool. And you can have up to four different customized controls, which is just, I, I don't know of any other game that's ever done that before or since. I was rather impressed with that. Most games these days do let you sort of save a preset, but I don't know about four presets. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all I had to say about Medal of Honor, to be honest with you. Um, but then it comes on to Master Quest, because Master Quest was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't realize it was actually originally going to be Aura Zelda for the 64DD, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, and there was also a 3DS version um, that had a special unlockable on completing the game. Does it? Um, yes, apparently it mirrors everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought you meant you get an, unlock- an unlockable if you complete Master Quest. Uh, no, if you complete uh, regular OOT 3D, you get Master Quest, which is the, a mirrored version, which is really, really oh. disappointing. Oh, okay. I must have read that completely wrong then. But that that's really bizarre. Why did they do that on the 3DS and then no. have all the other games? Well, yeah. no, GameCube game, obviously, just be yeah. a... Master Quest is a good game. It's a good... Uh, uh, like a oh, good I change, love it. ...change on um, Ocarina. I like it. But 
I yeah. don't, but the I couldn't do it on 3DS. It's really disorientating and messed my head up because everything's That's... backwards. And but they don't. It's kind of like the Mario tracks backwards. It's, they don't literally just like they quite literally mirror everything. So all the writing's backwards and everything, and it, and it just throws. I don't know. It just bothers me. What like all the signs that you read and everything? They're all backwards. Everything's backwards. What? Yeah, that makes no sense. Like, like they like they literally clicked mirror and then put it out as a game. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, well that's ridiculous. Like the, um, um, the text boxes and things, as far as I'm aware, go right to left instead of left to right, and things like that. I just oh, <laughs> couldn't do it. it. Bothered me. Is that not supposed to be like the Japanese way of doing it? Because they read right to left, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, 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 right to left. And they read from the back of the books to the front, don't they? Yeah. But um, the 3DS version also had double damage, which was a bit weird. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. that. No. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. Uh, Right, Smash Melee, because it had chic. Obviously, it's the most played at at, at tournaments whenever they... I mean, I'm trying... To set up tournaments and melee obviously is one of the most popular but i want 64 tournaments because 64 is my baby and i love it um have you heard of the 20xx tournament version um i think you no. i've heard you mention it yeah basically it's got a load of rules that are implemented within the game to make it tournament friendly but the best part is you they're saved onto a memory card and you just mm. have to stick your memory card into your console, load it up, and then that's it. So you can have one memory card and load all the consoles within a tournament off that memory card. Okay. And it's fully customizable, so you can blank out certain levels if you don't want them to be played during the during the games and lock them so that no one else can edit them or anything like that. And mm. um, it stops the environment interaction so you know like kirby's is mm, the tree thing yeah the tree with the wind blowing everything like that that just stops pokemon's um pokemon level doesn't transform at all and all sorts of bits like that oh cool yeah which is pretty awesome so you can focus um, on actually playing the game not avoiding shit yeah yeah That's and cool. that memory card works for the gamecube and for the wii as well because obviously a lot of um these games are held on these tournaments are held on Wii's as well because they're so much cheaper to get, hmm. um, and you can save your replays on it as well. Which oh is wow! Awesome. Yeah. Uh, next game I wanted to talk about was Eternal Darkness. Oh yeah! It's, it's... I didn't put that on my list because I knew you would. <laughs> I knew it. The weird thing is, I've only ever played it once properly, and that was at the end of a, a game twenty-four hour marathon. <laughs> so it probably oh, it tripped me over so much because it was it was so trippy. Mm. I never had that sleep deprived. I never had it originally, and I, first time I played it, it's on a board of you. And I, it's a, such a weird game, but I love it. It is. It is absolutely amazing the way. It, I mean, I've just written it down a few of the things that it does. Um, it pretends to play with your TV, switching channel and volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, the player can walk through the floor. I remember that happened to me because that was a bit weird, like walking into the floor. Um, Character can shrink or grow or shoot the screen, leaving a bullet hole. When reloading, the player might shoot themselves. 
Um, yeah, there's lots of fake deaths in this game as mm. well. Um, characters' head might fall off when they enter the room and um, start reciting Hamlet. I've not seen that <laughs> one. Um, the game would congratulate the player on finishing the demo and then show a trailer for a fake sequel. <laughs> had the blue screen of death and okay. um, it would sometimes say that your controller is not plugged in. I had, um, most I Absolutely had was... The most thing I had with it was weird kind of graphical glitchiness. I never had any of that. But then I didn't play yeah. it for much. I think one of the most common ones was the walls bleeding. Yeah. I, I think that happened quite a lot during the game. Okay. Cool game though. It's worth picking up. Yes. Yeah. Um, game that we talked about, I think it was last week, Beyond Good and Evil. Because mm -hmm. it's an amazing game. Sonic 2 Adventure Battle. Mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I think I said that wrong. Sorry, I'm talking too fast for my mouth to keep up with. Um, we talk about it all the time because it has an amazing soundtrack and it has the KO Garden. <clears throat> There's very it little plays really well. It's like an expanded game on there, you know? It's, yeah. It just plays lovely. Especially if you've got a Game Boy Advance. You've yep. got a little um, Tamagotchi with you at all times, which is amazing. Um, another one that we talk far too much about, Fantasy Star Online. Um, Never. <laughs> at my old house we had a kind of cinema room that my dad set up with a projector and stuff and we used to play it all the time on that <laughs> so yeah I spent a lot of hours in that in college or high school that kind of area of time anyway um, and another one that I used to play a lot was Mario Party 4 um, a couple of the games that I used to play uh, Domination where it's just button bashing uh, dominoes type thing with the wants um mm. press it as much as you can and however many times you press it within 10 seconds of many quamps yeah fall down in a domino effect um and then stamp that. out which is color as much as the screen as possible on little Splatoon things. <laughs> actually yeah yeah splatoon on pogo sticks yep so, yeah that, that's my complete list of games that they're, they're the ones that i just had in my inventory and I spent about half an hour just kind of buzzing through those just to get some memories of them again especially the first two that I mentioned and yeah that's it so we are now on to the quizzy quiz 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 so I would like to say a massive thank you to Tim from the four o'clock robots for this lovely theme tune Chris can you roll that audio please hey there what time is it is it time for a quiz you had your bottom dollar, friend. That's exactly what time it is. Quizzy, 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 quiz. Quizzy, 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 quiz. Got any more pixels? With Ben, Sean, and Chris. Right, so Mr. Shauna, Shawnee, 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 what yes. is the quiz? For this week, I would like to say a massive thank you to Sean because we didn't decide on this topic until like a few hours ago. <laughs> yeah, mate, it's fine. I've, I've smashed it. If the answers are yeah. wrong, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> then we're wrong and you're right. Yep. I don't have a very witty uh, name for the quiz this week, except every time I think about like the GameCube, I always think about the movie The Hypercube or The Cube. I absolutely love those films. Two yep. pieces. They are so amazing. Lads, welcome to the Quiz Cube. 
<laughs> if you get too many of these wrong, I'm gonna come kill you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me of. Um, did you watch Cabin in the Woods? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. Uh, the end bit where they got all the cubes in that is very yeah. similar to the cube. Okay. It's it's really good, Sean. I think you'd really like that film. Yeah. Yeah, boy. I'll take it's... the recommendation on because I like the cube awesome. actually, and like oh, there's a there's so... a few movies in that like. Uh, Cube Zero. Like, yeah. Cube, Cube, Cube Zero was um, unusual. And then, yeah. was, was it Hypercube was one of them? I think that was the second one. And then Cube Zero was the prequel. I think. I'm not sure. I yeah, because no I definitely remember. I, I, oh, they're, they're great. Watch them. Yeah, okay. It's like about quantum physics, pretty much, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of it is. Yeah, yeah pretty much. You might learn the, some stuff. I think the first one was, anyway. We'll put it on at the marathon, and then you can sit and watch that as opposed to playing games the whole time, Chris. <laughs> Imagine watching those movies as you're getting more tired. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would ruin it. Uh, that would ruin you. But yeah, so um, welcome to my deadly cube quiz. Hey. Or the quiz cube. Because <laughs> I dun, can dun, think dun. about <laughs> I need to add that effect in now. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. Can I have the really cheesy? Bom, like. Bom. <laughs> cheesy effect uh right so nine uh, i don't know if you guys want to go head to head or whatever but i have nine questions with um multiple choice and then the last question you might have to work together on okay but the last question i wanted to include just because so the main the main brunt of the points will be on the first nine and then you can obviously if you both want to work together on the last one you can both score that point on the end why not all right sounds cool (laughs) you might get 10 out of 10 (laughs) <laughs> very much right okay 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 I tried to get some um slightly uh obscure things going in this but i couldn't really so there, there's <laughs> some kind of bread and butter questions but hopefully i can trip you up you can learn some things and if you've been paying attention to the podcast you will have learned some of the answers already <laughs> who's that aimed at me <laughs> yes it was aimed at you chris <laughs> You probably have one of the answers within like a foot of you. Okay. Uh, I didn't realize that, but I have learned that now myself. So, okay. Uh, Question one. What was the only first party launch game Nintendo released for the GameCube? Choices are Luigi's Mansion, Smash Bros. Melee, Super Mario Sunshine, or Super Monkey Ball. Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, it's an easy one. We're easing you in. By the way, you guys working together or apart? because we didn't really dictate that. Together? He knows so much more than I do. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. So you're, you're wieners on this one. Fantastic. Good start. Good start. Question the second. Which of the following is not a colour of the official Nintendo GameCube controller? Or the, or the, I've worded this terribly. Why is my English doing... <laughs> <laughs> why my grammar on this question i don't know why i wrote out like this and um, so i'm gonna have to reword my question but hopefully it <laughs> makes sense can we just hear it word for word <laughs> i've i've literally written which of the following is not a color the official nintendo gamecube controllers came in in north america so that, just reads, that does make sense is that right because it, it feels bad sense. i was yeah, i was reading the back going have i got it wrong <laughs> Okay, which of these is not an official uh, a North America GameCube controller color? Okay. Uh, you get to choose from indigo, spice, grey, or black. Spice. Japanese only. Next question. 
<laughs> I knew you'd do good at this. Wow, I, have to admit. Chris, well he, I think you guys have seen enough consoles, worked with enough like hardware, because um, like there's you guys have just done so much with this console. I feel like this shouldn't mm. be too difficult of a quiz. You say that. It was either make these questions as they are, or they're so ridiculously hard, you've never even played the games that the questions mm. involve. So. Spice one was kind of an orangey one. It was a really nice one, but it's Japanese only. Yes. Oh, of course, because, yeah, I knew the console was the orange really, console. Really, really nice I didn't console. realize Spice... Rel- oh, you guys are going to do well on this quiz. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, question three. Best-selling cube game of all time. Your choices are... Mario Kart Double Dash, Super Smash Brothers, Melee, mm, uh, yeah. Super Mario Sunshine, or The Legend of Zelda, or Wind Waker. I'm going to admit I know this because I've, I've got this. I'm researching and I know it's Melee. You see, you say Melee. You, do you both say Melee? I say Melee. I say Melee. Melee. Are you? Um, seven, not, point, seven point something million. <laughs> the exact. You got if you got the figure and you can't even get it exactly right. Then. Well, I haven't got it in front of me now. I looked at it earlier on. Seven point four one million. Oh, yeah, damn, I remember well done. You were close. Because uh, Double Dash was just under seven million. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Sunshine was just over six. Was and third. Yeah. Wind Waker is only three million. Mm-hmm. But Wind wow. Waker did receive really bad feedback when they first the, showed it off. Of the, um, oh yeah, hostile. I was dead set against it. But it I still, really I still don't like it, but I don't think it makes it a bad game. No, um, because mm. if I remember correctly, one of the teaser trailers for the GameCube was actually a proper, mm-hmm. realistic adult kind of, yeah, which became um, Twilight Princess. Yeah. So why show that? Then launch Wind Waker. That yeah. like that just, they, that, they is, messed that up. That was the problem. I'm gonna know the answer to that. Um, they um, basically were going to do that, and then they ran out of time, so they botched up Wind Waker cartoon graphics because it'd be faster to put out. I wouldn't have been surprised, honestly, if um, Wind Waker wasn't supposed to be N64 as well. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's, that's what it turned out to be. Um, you guys are three for three. I've just got to put well a nice W next to that one <laughs> as well. Um, okay, this one, he's going to get this next one. Um, feel free to just tell me the answer before I give you the options. Zelda. <laughs> no, technically what Ben just did was, a, was closer. Uh, what is the secret <laughs> startup sound when you turn on the GameCube and hold the Z button? Oh, the Do you Z know button. it off the top it's of your head? the squeaky one, isn't it? The squeaky clown noise. I'm going to give you the options. The one-up okay. sound from Super Mario Bros. The chest okay. opening fanfare from Zelda. A sneeze or child's laughter. Laughter, then I reckon. Yes, because it, well like done. you were saying earlier, it's different based yeah. on whichever one's button. Just, one's just but there is one, squeak. doesn't it? Just sort of goes squeak, squeak, squeak. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. That's the one. I um, think. It's however many controllers you're holding the buttons for. It's it's a weird thing to just like Google a YouTube video of it starting up. Mm. It's great. Now yeah. this might be the tough one, but I think you might just guess this one. So you're four for four. No one's dying in the quiz cube so far. Just, oh. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing yeah. us both along. If you yeah, do realize if you. you get if you don't get too many of these right, I will come at you with a GameCube like a shot put. Cool. <laughs> That's how it's like. With a GameCube the social controller. Yeah, it's social distancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should see the GameCubes fly. They're great. <laughs> they got some great momentum. I, I read a story about one that got uh, smashed into a wall and carried on working. So, 
I thought you meant carried on through the wall. <laughs> and it probably did stay, stop on the to second. To this day, wall. it's still in motion. <laughs> yeah, it's still going. Perpetual GameCube. The, the town has a <laughs> clock for when it passes through their particular town. <laughs> every, uh... <laughs> anyway, question five: Which of the following GameCube games is a sequel? Killer Seven, Piano Three, Custom Robo, or Thirteen? It's not 13, I don't think. I might give you an extra bonus point if you can tell me who made most of those games. No. Uh, I remember what Your 13 mom? was, but I can't remember. Hey, my mum jokes are not allowed. You will, I... <laughs> Honestly, it's, your a, mom, Chris. it's an unwritten rule that my mum jokes are not allowed. <laughs> Chris's mum. Yeah, well, I don't care. <laughs> right, uh, anyway. Um... Far away with it, I don't care. Um, uh, do you... I'll go for the second one. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> do you know I'll go the... for the second one based on I don't know what it is. Do you know what the laws <laughs> of like averages are with quizzes? What answer you should always pick? One of the answers that have been said. Wait, what? There's a law of averages with multiple choice questions, A, B, C, and D, that nine times out of ten, they end up on C. Like, Well, not nine, but there's a very C. high percentage. Hey, you got it. <laughs> right. had... Custom Robo is a sequel. Uh, so, 13 is a standalone. Piano 3 is a standalone. Killer 7 is a standalone. I could edit you know that, who made so those? I look very clever. Uh, Activision? Those other three games are all made by the same people. Part oh. of the... Trin like, uh, there's like a trinity of games via this developer. There was five games in this uh, collective for the cube, but only four of them ended up releasing. I want to say Team 17, but I don't think it was... No, you might shoot yourself a little bit because Capcom. Was it? Oh, yes. wow. There was, I forget what the last game was called, but it was cancelled. It was about the, this, there, it, was a, it was a flying shooter. But okay. the fourth game in that lit collection is um, Resi 4. Wow, okay. Uh, those I were remember... Capcom's offerings to the console because of the lack of power. I remember 13. It was kind of a cartoon Cell comic book yeah. style. Piano 3 had a female protagonist. Okay, never heard of that. With a very, very weird advert. Um, and Killer Seven uh, was a, I think it was a rail shooter sort of thing, or it was a shooter of some sort mm. as well. But yeah, those were Capcom's offerings to the GameCube outside of some of the ports and stuff they did. Like they're the fresh mm. games. Okay, cool. Um, question the sixth: How many games roughly did there end up being on the GameCube? A four fifty, B five fifty, C six fifty, or D seven fifty. And this harks back to the start of the show where people were like, they like, had a great catalogue, but they didn't have that I many think, games. Yeah, I think 450, 550 at a push. What do you reckon, Ben? I'll go B. 550 then. Whatever that was. <laughs> It's 450, then. 550, 650, or 750. Uh, that's not the exact number, but that's the closest rounded like number to make multiple choice from. So... You guys don't yeah, obviously I'll go know 550. I, I don't know. Are you banking on 550 as well, Chris? Uh, I think it's 450, but I'll go with Ben. No, That's fine. I'll go 550. That's fine. You're both wrong anyway. Should have oh, stuck fine. with C. 655 games to be precise. Okay, that's more than I thought. That's actually not gonna very many. You're just going to make all the answers C, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the clue, and now they're all just C. Um, but like, if you see where is it? how many um, N64 games there were. Oh, there's a couple of hundred, I think, isn't there? Yeah, they did double it. 
but in hindsight, it still isn't huge um, when the compatible um, is like the PS2. I don't think the Xbox had a huge amount. No, I don't think so. No. PS2 had a massive one compared to the other ones, definitely. Um, yeah, I didn't grab the number up on that, but it wasn't a, as huge of a library as you might assume, considering how long like the console lasted. But 650 games is not that many. 655 anyway. Um, right, so you guys are losers on that. But if the first <laughs> one you got wrong, it's fine. I'll let you keep your lives. Yay. Okay, so question seven. This one has some caveats, <laughs> so take a listen to this. Um, which series had the most installments exclusively for the GameCube? Uh, we have Mario, Metroid, Zelda, and Donkey Kong, but Mario has the caveat of one-player games featuring him, so like not Strikers and all them other weird spin-offs. So we're talking Sunshine. They're not my, like Mario Party either. Then. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, and Zelda uh, is basically the same, not including reboots. So it doesn't mm -hmm. include Ocarina of Time, for example. Mm -hmm. So yes, Mario, Metroid, Zelda, Donkey Kong, which has, like, which uh, franchise there has the most fresh installments? Um, we're gonna have to go with Metroid. Yeah, obviously that's my first thought. Was Metroid? Have so... you? Have you? I was gonna say, have you guys counted them in your head? Like what there is? Because no. Metroid has two. Three, doesn't I it? I remember you saying that earlier. No, the third one's on Wii. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, I'm playing Maybe. them on my Wii U, admittedly, because there is a trilogy. But I the first think... two were GameCube. Yeah, I don't think there was many Donkey Kong ones. No, that's where I'm tripping up. I I'm don't trying to know. think of this. I don't know of any. That are... What did you play on the uh, GameCube with Donkey Kong? Oh, Donkey Kong Bongas. Donkey Konga. Bong, bongos, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, could it be Zelda? There was Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Four Swords. Four Swords. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So maybe it's Zelda then. That's three. How many Mario games are there? I know two One. off the top of my head Sunshine, <laughs> Paper Mario. Ah. Uh... Yeah, Paper Mario. Um. Fuck a doodle do. So, like, yeah, there's a there's more than you realise when you think about it. What would you like to go in with? Hmm. I'm still gonna vote for Zelda. I think. Yeah, Zelda's still three, and I can't think of more than two Mario. So yeah, I think Zelda. So you're going with C. It's gonna be Donkey Kong, isn't it? <laughs> it's fucking Donkey Kong. <laughs> it is. Motherfucking Donkey. Donkey Kong. Kong's a little. Donkey Kong's a little bit of a trick. It actually has four games. True. But the wow. third, the fourth one is Jap Japan only. There are three Donkey Konga games. I thought um, there were only two. <laughs> yeah, the third one is in Japan only, but there is another Donkey Kong game on the console, regardless. So yeah, you. But that was right. There's two, 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 and four, or three, if you don't want to get too technical. But okay, yeah, Donkey Kong had the most, uh, wow. and that leads back to on my discussion earlier. The GameCube didn't skimp on any of their major franchises, not that I can think of. We got Kirby as well. Mm -hmm. uh, we even got an F-Zero game. Yeah. yeah. I can't think of anything. I, I, mean, I, I might be th missing something off the top of my head, but they didn't skimp on that console. They, they did them all That's proud. That's true. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, question eight. Chris, this one's for you. How much storage space is on a GameCube disc? <laughs> Roughly, one point one point four seven gig. I'll let you have it. Mine says one point five. 
Yeah, but that's the exact number. Yes, it is. So I should <laughs> well, get a double. I put, I put so in brackets I, roughly. So I should have a bonus point. No. no. <laughs> that's what I meant by you have one of the answers like one foot away from you. I figured you probably had a disc really close to hand. Just No. <laughs> ben didn't see that, did he? I, I didn't, but I can, no. I can imagine him just looking up. You know? No, he literally just picked one up. Yeah. Uh, just surrounded uh, by GameCube discs. On the topic of space, we move into question nine. Which of these games <clears throat> didn't come with a memory card? Alongside didn't. didn't. Some games oh, okay. were bundled with memory cards yeah. off the bat. Wow. Yeah. Which, which of these games didn't? Um, a, Animal Crossing. Yeah, that did. B, F-Zero GX. C, Resident Evil Zero or D Pokemon Box. Mm. What's Pokemon Box. It's basically a transfer service. I think it's kind of like Pokemon Home now. And if you say what Pokemon Home is, then you could basically to Chris. <laughs> you could basically connect your GBA, I believe it was then, wasn't it? Yeah, to um, Pokemon Box and then transfer Pokemon. Like it was a way to get them into Colosseum and stuff. I think. Um, yeah permanently uh, i don't know if i can't remember what Colosseum's like the m64 sort of compatibility was like they it did with be, yellow and it stuff. was basically yeah basically the transfer pack of the of the cube. i think you could physically store your pokemon on your memory card yeah it was like the next level of like it it was a middle ground transfer pack yeah um but yeah um, but yeah that, animal crossing f-zero gx resi zero or pokemon box one of those did not come with a memory card uh, Animal Crossing definitely did, so that can be ruled out. Yes, that was the um, easy one. That was the easy one. Um, and I think F-Zero came with a memory card. Uh, Any particular reason you think that? I just think... Picture okay. it in his mind. I There's a lot of GameCube memory cards. There are a lot of um, uh, themed specific GameCube memory cards, so you wouldn't be surprised. I don't think Pokemon Box did. But then I don't know much about it. It's very... Like, I've literally only seen it once in CEX. Yeah. But that's the only time I've the ever seen it. The fact that you specified that the, the Pokemon could be saved onto a memory card. That makes, makes that's me what's making think... me doubt myself and think maybe it no, was. that's making me think that it's less likely to have come with one because Sean's a bastard. Yes, <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But then again, is he double bluffing us? Should we just go for a Pokemon? Yeah, I'm happy to go Pokemon. Yeah, go I Pokemon. can see the little smirk on his face, so I know we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are indeed wrong, gentlemen. It's uh, going to be F-Zero, uh, isn't it? Yes, it is F-Zero. I knew but, it. Uh, but my red herring in F-Zero was, do you remember I told you you used to be able to put your memory cards in the arcade machines? Oh, yeah. yes. So I wondered if you'd remember that and go, nah, it must have come with not. one. Because you can plug <laughs> them in. There. But no, I didn't. You guys, I, I gave you I was credit. watching his face so well when I said that and not a flicker. So Pokemon Box actually came with a half Ruby, half Sapphire memory card. It was crystal see-through wow. to uh, emulate the Ruby and Sapphire games. Oh, and there cool. is a special version of Resident Evil Zero with a memory card. There are, in fact, two Resident Evil memory cards. There's some Zelda ones. Um, there's multiple Animal Crossing memory cards. Like, there's loads. Like, a lot more memory card. Like, some of them, yeah, admittedly, like, the game just came with a memory card and then a sticker pack on the inside. But it's effectively <laughs> the same thing, so. Um, I remember yeah, the Resi games, one. These games actually came with memory cards inside. They were only the 59 block ones, but they still came with it. So, because you can't exactly play Animal Crossing without one, can you? <laughs> and question... 
10. This is not a multiple choice. I need all four of these answers. Can you name the four standard console colors? Part of the cube. Yes. Okay. The yeah, four retail sense. ones. Think about the entire was, planet. Um, indigo, black, pearl, white, and spice, orange. Try again. Remember what I spoke about the white console earlier? There was a pearl white. Yeah, but it was the Final Fantasy console. You can buy a pearl white one. A regular pearl white one. Okay, uh, that's not according to the information I've got. <laughs> no, I know, I know, are, you, I know there you There are only can. four default colours. <laughs> no, I know you can definitely buy a pearl white. Um, there's, you can... Is that region exclusive? Because, as you know, the orange one is the Japan exclusive. I don't think so. I I did that exact same thing. Are you Googling the white console, though? Are you Googling the standard? I'm just Googling white. (laughs) He's just Googling the answers. (laughs) That's fine. I won't give him the answer that I've got, or the answer that I want. I'm the quiz man. (laughs) The answer he's got is wrong, so we're not going to get that. I'm really struggling. Jackass. You say they're not region specific. No, yeah. So obviously the orange one is on there. Like that one is allowed because that was sold at retail in Japan, but only in Japan. But there are like considered to be four, four standard colors. Yeah, pearl white was released as a standard color. It's quite close actually to the fourth color on my list. But where where was that released? Like world? Well, so what's the point of the Final Fantasy console then? Just got the artwork on it, I'm guessing. Like the Resident Evil had like the circle plate on the top that had Resident Evil. Fun fact, there are Heineken consoles. Yes, I've seen Um, those. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to hazard a guess at the last colour that I've got for the sake of argument? Blue. Um, It was uh, the white one was released exclusively to Japan and the UK. So I've not thought that helps. It's interesting. No, no, it's fine. I mean, if that if that's what it, that that can be a fifth color, can you give me the fourth <laughs> color? <laughs> um, silver, silver, platinum. Spot on. Oh crap! I forgot about that one. Yeah, it just came to but, me. Yeah, if you literally Google standard GameCube colors, the thing at the top says indigo, black, orange, and silver. Mm. Wow, I completely forgot about the silver one. Yeah, like just, it just came work. back to me. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, it's all." Um, but yeah, so I actually tried to make some questions up based on different GameCube colors, and it turns out some of them are just weird, like replates. Uh, there's a Metroid Prime bundle with just just has a plate on it, like the Heineken okay. ones just have I, plates. I found yeah. a bit of information. The white one was yeah. uh, released in Europe only. It's a glossy white with matching controller. It's a different shade of white to the Final Fantasy version. Huh. So it's different. What is like one of them eggshell or some crap? <laughs> I... Yeah, then they had I think the my question Metroid still bundle sticks. edition, which, as you say, was just a Metroid faceplate. Yeah. Pokemon bundle, which was a Pokemon faceplate. Uh, Resident Evil, which was a... Well, the Resident Evil one is slightly different. It's um, platinum, but it has a black bottom. Um, okay. and, a, and a resi faceplate. Uh Tales of Symphonia, Symphonia console, that was exclusive. That's very, very expensive uh, to get hold of. They're like six, seven, eight hundred dollars. Yes, those are very expensive. Oh. Oh, the Conga, Donkey Konga bundle. I'm sure there was a gold one as well, but was that for Wind Waker? Possibly, yeah. 
They had a wow. Nintendo GameCube Hashin's Tiger Bundle, which was a Japanese exclusive. <laughs> that one's was, expensive as well. Which was a baseball one. Metal Gear Solid Bundle. Is the no? There looks like there is just a standard bundle for the gold one as well. But, yeah, there's, um, there's a gold one. Uh, those are um, Starlight Gold. Yeah, those are like Japanese exclusive, sold only in Toys R Us Japan. Yes, but it actually kind of looks silver in a certain light. But yeah, I didn't include those because those weren't considered the standard colours, sort of same as your white problem. Uh, I'm sticking by Panasonic Q as well. Okay, yeah, the, the, um, <laughs> the Final Fantasy one. It basically is glossy white. You weren't actually wrong. One's pearlescent, one's glossy. Wow. That's and the there's only a hun- there was only of 150 then made. Yeah, with an exclusive wow. glossy white uh, finish. Hmm. But yeah, there's tons of GameCube, so... Yeah, Heineken edition. The, fuck? the thing, just, the, the thing to a... take from this is, you did get it right in the end. Yeah. <laughs> you only got two questions wrong, so I'm not going to come around and murder either of you, because for two Yay. questions wrong, that's fine. Eight out of ten, Oh, lads. thank you. It's all right. Sharon's Karen. That's oh, very nice. kind. You can, you can now leave the quiz cube. This one's well, guys. <laughs> they made very limited edition, Metroid edition. Yes, very limited edition. Have you seen what the, the MTV fuck? consoles? Yeah, I saw them as well. That's There's about well four gorgeous. MTV consoles. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Four. That's very... madness. They made four of those Metroid ones. Do you know one of the consoles I always wanted but never got my hands on was a Crystal Blue Xbox? Crystal Blue. Wow. Dead or Alive bundle. Oh, oh wow. For I think it was for Dead or Alive three. But yeah, there's a outside of the crystal white one. There's a blue one as well. I think Damn. it was crystal blue. Oh wow, that's well nice looking. Yeah, that's it. What the Xbox? Yeah. Oh that's wow, gorgeous. Imagine yep, that LEDs in it. I know, right? <laughs> but there you go. Eight out of ten. Very awesome. Good. Thank you very much for that quiz, Sean. That was very, right. very cool. That wasn't bad. Um, Learned some stuff. No, exactly. Got some answers on the way through. Only reason we we let you do the quiz is because you educate us. I'm yeah. the educator. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you to all of you who have made it this far. Um, thank you for listening. If you'd like some out-of-date show notes, check out the... Um, check four episodes the, ago. Yep, yep. <laughs> Check out bringbackretro.com slash pod. Uh, there you can find all our other episode show notes, bar for the last like 10, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. And there's a few videos of previous episodes as well if you want to see what our ugly mugs look like or what we do when we're pretending that we're talking or just walking around not actually listening to each other. <laughs> and um, Hopefully we can actually get together soon and mm-hmm. uh, do a live stream of a, a just a gaming night or just actually record a podcast in in like person, which would be lovely. That'd be so nice. Soon. Yeah. It'd it be really good just be to long. see everyone again and actually leave the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it April that we can like meet up um, as six people in the house? Know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it really won't be long before we can actually start doing stuff together again. I saw a Facebook post. Somebody had put it into like a matter of like, it's this many weeks till we can do this, etc. And it was like a new like, countdown to Christmas. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. It was yeah. something like thirteen <laughs> weeks until essentially lockdown is complete. And then twenty-six over. weeks till wave three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then we get five weeks of being able to see each other, and then we go back to this again. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
Cool. But yeah, now that we've dealt with the depressing point, thank you for listening, and uh, we will catch you again next week. God knows what we'll be talking about then, but stay tuned on the social media to find out. And we would love to have your input. And if also, if you have any topics or ideas for the show, please let us know. Any comments? Again, just feedback to us. Please be nice, so because we are sensitive souls. And um, if you would like to be a part of the show, come in on an episode, then please let me know. We have space for another person on this grid because I'm done looking at these ugly mugs, especially the one in the top right of my screen right now. Well, that's short for me, so I'm not complaining. Oh, no, I was going to say I'm still on sandwich mode. I'm the fill-in. No, no, <laughs> I was talking about myself, actually. But never mind. I, was I know, oh, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want you to say that. I was like, Ben's going to have a go himself. Oh, I don't want him to do that. <laughs> cool, okay, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.